You ready to just smash some meat together? Until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. 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 Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four, four friends, friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling and raising canes. Yeah. Sponsor Roast Baby. Uh, I'm Derek. My name is Matt. I'm Zach. I'm Zach. <laughs> oh wait. Oh. oh, man, I'm sorry. Which Hold that, on, let me let turn me off my delay kick pedal. Kick off that delay there. there we go. Yeah. Yep. I'm Isai. Oh. You got to make sure to turn those effects off. Yeah. <laughs> and we got frequent guest, special guest, friend of the show, Jenna. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> hey, guys. Happy two-year anniversary. Oh, yeah, that yeah. happened this last week. That's yeah. wild. We've been sitting in a room talking about professional wrestling for two years. Several around. different rooms. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. This is by far the uh, nicest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most yeah. treated for sound, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> there is no baseball games going on in the background here. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's uh, just like old times because we got our pal Zeno mm-hmm. down here. Zeno's also on the mic. Well, by, he's my in the count, studio, not yeah. on the mic. By my count, this is the sixth room we've done an episode in. Derek's house, Isai's house, Matt's house, Mild house. Oh, but I wasn't there oh. for that one. Okay, but so that doesn't mean it didn't happen. There's four right there. And then here. Here and uh, Tree Fort. Oh, Fort. yeah. That's and a then room. also, I mean, I did some recording in a hotel room in Arlington Heights. <laughs> True. <laughs> we did some <laughs> recording in, a, in, Reno, uh, or in New Vegas. York, New York. And we, Derek and I did some recording inside the Sidekicks van. Yeah. Shout out Mike Brown. So, y'all, we're pretty much fucking... Good at this. We're now. globetrotters, wrestling globetrotters. We're not the Washington Generals. <laughs> no, fuck no. That's a different podcast. That's your yeah. podcast. You know which. You know which. Not one. you, Matt. Like you're like the listeners. The listeners. Do you, you guys have... listen to the Generals podcast, like the General Car commercials? The insurance guys. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just... He has Shaq on as a guest a lot. <laughs> he just sings that song for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It sounds it's terrible, but Generals the... same dumb time. The download numbers don't lie. <laughs> True, man. This is is a wrestling podcast. Yeah, um, I like how this like last week it was you guys and the guest. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kiki Starling. Kiki Starling. Thank you so much for from, uh, being Wrestle on. Club. Yeah, and then this week we're just like you know what? Since we didn't have the full cast, we're just coming yeah. hot. Yeah. Back on our bullshit, dude. The boys yeah. are back in town. Hell yeah, that's on. That's on. Yeah, it does. Guess who just got back today? Us, the boys. Um, so let's start by talking about some. Wrestling, wrestling travels. Mine were not wrestling related, but they were related to this podcast. I have a question about your travels. Yes, because you went to go see one. I went to Raising Cane's twice. If you were wondering, yes, I was not wondering that. I was wondering how. I was. <laughs> how does uh, the energy of a Carly Rae Jepsen uh, show match up to one of, let's say, a Double or Nothing? Um, 
I mean, ask him. Ask. Ask him. <laughs> From the way you were describing it, it sounded like a real straight crowd. Yeah. The so, the, so it was a, just a weird vibe. The, sh- the music was great. Carly's wonderful. Someone I just imagine gave- Reno would be just a weird crowd in general yeah. to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone someone gave her a sword. So dope. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we got seats. Um, very comfortable seats. I will say that way better. Way better than the MGM. Way better than the MGM. Step it the fuck up, MGM. Yeah. Um, and I should have just gotten off my ass and went down and danced, but I just was with people. Was your I, heart telling you to dance, but your mind was like, "No, stay here." <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave my friends and get, then get lost in the music. <sighs> yeah, that would happen too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a wonderful show. But yeah, the vibe was weird. Everyone sitting, like who had seats, was sitting down, except for these people in the front, who were just having a goddamn good time. I love that. And this lady sitting behind them, not even in her original seats, like tapped him on the shoulder and was like, "Can you sit down? I can't see." And I almost went to that lady and was like, "I'm sorry, this is a shut fucking, up. Yeah, this is a this is a." Pop concert. What's this that? Is made hey, for lady. dancing. Hey, lady, what did that lady? Shut up. What did that lady look like? I'm gonna find. Was her, her name Karen? <laughs> Susan. Yes. Uh, both. both. Karen Susan. Karen Susan. It was, yeah. it was Karen Susan Deborah. Deborah Lynn. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, how do you sit still at a Carly Rae Jepsen concert? I didn't. I was dancing in my yeah, chair. Yeah, like if yeah, you, like yeah, if you're sitting down at a Carly Rae Jepsen concert, you're probably at the wrong place. Yeah, you yeah. like take some heroin first, maybe. <laughs> That's like the only way I can think that. Yeah, you I can imagine Gabe sitting down and just like sitting there. He's kind of bobbing in that fucking saxophone. He was just oh man, there was so much more sax than I was expecting. I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, one of the highlights of the night was when I was walking out. And I saw a dude standing in line for merch wearing a Villain Club shirt. And I just was like, okay, the only dude in a wrestling shirt I've seen here. So I went up and I was like, hey, I like your shirt. I actually host a wrestling podcast. And he's like, I know. I listen to your show. What? And then I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm Adrian. And it's Adrian Salazar. He follows at least me on Twitter. And You don't follow um, me at Duck Trick. But, I mean, he might follow the podcast. You don't follow and me so at it's Duck like, Trick. We're like, like we've interacted, so we're like kind of buds already. He Whoa. was at the same Defy show I was, and then friends in the wild. Yeah, and I was just wow. like the random person I saw and actually went up and talked wow. to was, Adrian. Yeah, was Adrian. Adrian, thanks for listening to this show. Hey, also, yo, Adrian, you're reaching the Carly Rae Jepsen fan base now. That means too. Oh, yeah, the Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> McElroy fan base. That's our that's we, our whole gimmick. Target demographic niche cr- crossover podcast interest for, for like two seconds. I, I, in my head, it processed that you said Macklemore. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Seattle native. Thrift shop. Thrift I, shop. I was just like, wait, what? what I'm Mac- a Mark Macklemore fan. <laughs> I was just the really Seattle confused. Seattle Mariners player. Also, oh, yeah. I ate Raisin Cane's twice. The you quality said that once was already. exactly the same both times. Same location? Mm, from oh, a yeah. food place. Well, if it's the same mm-hmm. location, then you would no, have... No, I eat at McDonald's a lot, and the quality always is different. Really? Like Los Betos is a crapshoot. <laughs> Los Betos on Fairview? Well, good. Los Betos later, downstate? Not literally. good. But, man. <laughs> but. If you have a Cane's in your area and you haven't eaten it, Cane. eat it. Eat it. If anyone wants to donate money to us to open a Canes franchise in Boise, we would much appreciate it. I will quit my job and be a franchise owner of Raising Canes. Unless they have shitty politics. It's gotta be Canes! All right, enough of that. That was way longer than I wanted to be. Talk about Prestige. Yeah, Prestige is a company based out of... Eastern Oregon, run by a guy named Will. Did we go to their first show? Shout out, Will. We did go to their first show. And so shout out, Will. Um... 
It was an awesome show. It was in a place called Bossa Nova Ballroom in um, the Burnside area of Portland. I like Burnside. It reminded me a lot of... It's good Tony Hawk level. Um, the Logan yeah. Square Auditorium where AAW and Freelance throw their shows. It was the same vibe a lot. S- same with like uh, the place that Defy does in uh, Seattle as well. Uh, Washington Hall, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Just a bit smaller. It was um, you know, not bad as far as pricing for beers. No, yeah, that's oh, good. It is nice. <laughs> Which is something that if I'm uh, enjoying some professional wrestling, I like to have a couple cold ones. Me and the juice, Hoobie. Yeah, I like to I like, I like to have a couple room temps, room temp Coors Lights. A, a couple of <laughs> notes is first off, they had a really hot house. Everybody was having a lot of fun. Everyone there was stoked to be there. Like they Hell wanted yeah. to watch wrestling. Fuck yeah! N- no real like shitheads or anything like that, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It was a great crowd. Um, just some old people that sat in our seats for like a quarter of a match. <laughs> but the people that were behind us were like, hey, we'll move over. Aww. And so that was really nice of them. Nice. And then Ethan uh, Ethan HD, he was in the opening match against a guy named Sonico. Both of them are really good. But that dude's really fucking good, Ethan yeah. HD. Literally, I looked at Isai and I was like, I did not realize how good he was. And it's he wrestles with um, Mike Santiago. They're in a tag team called the American Guns for Defy. Uh, but like, I oh, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know like how he hasn't blown up on the indie scene. Like especially right now where it's like everyone's getting signed somewhere, and I feel like there's that opportunity where there's gonna be different names up in that level. Like I don't know, he's just he was really good. And I told the East Side like that was the opening match. That was my favorite match of the night probably that we saw. Oh, right. Hell yeah, yeah. He was he's really really good and also like has good politics too. Sick. So like on social media he is not a shithead. He says funny Ooh, things nice. and then also said that if anybody has a problem with any type of different folks at events to let him know and he'll beat the shit out of him. Wow. <laughs> So he, yeah. he's good people. They put on an, an awesome match. Uh, Juventud Guerrero was there. Yeah, Hoovy. The Juice. Yeah. And he was... He was ready to get juicy. He was trying <laughs> to hype up that crowd. He's like, I'm with all the juicy people in Juicy Portland. Like, he was just <laughs> all stoked. Portland. Yeah. It's him versus uh, TJP. He sh- oh, oh, Jesus Christ. And TJP came out to his WWE remi- or theme remix. Oh, <laughs> and I was just laughing. He's still using that theme. Um, yeah. Hoovy should come out to Juice by Lizzo now. Yes. Oh, no. Man, yeah. That'd be While awesome. Drinking the Four Loco equivalent juice. juice. <laughs> um, TJP's really good, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Suck that he's a shithead. Just that he's so bad in real life and on Twitter. Yeah, it's like he's really like just that match. Hoovy can still go. Yeah. He's old. Also, really nice dude. I bought a lucha mask from him. I took a picture with him. He was super nice. He was just out in front of his merch table. He, he was made... drinking at the bar all night, just like going up to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And then um, it was super crazy and Chavo, which was awesome. And Chavo, like, he came out, but then, like, he went down and he made sure to shake hands with everyone in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, like, it took, like, probably, like, five minutes till he got back. Yeah. And Still he... shorter than an Undertaker entrance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. And uh, Isai ran up there. I've never seen him so stoked. And he said, Viva La Raza. And he gave uh, Isai a fist bump. And he dude, was so stoked. I was stoked. a little kid again. Was that, yeah, was the child in you fucking exploring? Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> like, I'm like, I remember watching those grows when, like, the tag team titles and all their vignettes and mm. just being like i fucking love this team and i just big fan of the guerrero family and it was just really cool yeah lots of guerrero fans there and that was awesome filthy tom lawler um 
versus Simon Grimm, the former uh, Simon Gotch. The Barrianzo Amore? He did. <laughs> oh, he he cut a whole promo just sitting there talking about how big of a dick Enzo was before. And the, and did he really? No. no. Oh, that <laughs> actually, that's what automatically <laughs> played after. Yeah, that's just his theme. It's it's that shoot interview. That's God, what it comes out if to. He should like put it like, if he has like entrance video at any show he's at, he should just have a screenshot of like suggested YouTube videos with him like mixed in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was a really good match and Filthy Tom Waller is, in fact, the filthiest man in wrestling and in MMA. Filthy how? Mouth? He, potty mouth? He <laughs> poured, or so he took a fan's beer and, like, he drank it, and then he spit it at Simon Grimm. And then threw it at him. It was all over the ground. And then he, from the ground, slurped it up. And spit <laughs> it back out on him. And Isai has a video of it. And he posted it Dude, from his social uh, media. Zamboni off the ground. And it has our little tag up there. Ooh. And then, um, yeah. that's why we're getting all those likes recently and Wrestle Club. Thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Um, Will's our friend. He, uh, we're all in a pro wrestling group together. That's actually how me and Isai met. And he let me know a few weeks ago when I told him we were going to this. He's like, he's like, hey, he's like, I got to give you a shout out because he was like, when I was starting this, you asked me who I should book. And I kept saying, Filthy Tom Lawler, Filthy Tom Lawler. And he's like, he's our champion now. But he was like, something like you probably don't know was we were the first uh, indie promotion to um, book him when he oh, got wow. released from UFC. Because he was on, so, like, has he been on every one? I think every one except like a couple. Because he was on the one we went to. Yeah, he was yeah. on the first one. And to see like where he was in that first one, which is him versus Davey Richards. And Davey Richards is kind of a shitty person as he mm. is too. Great wrestler though. Great wrestler. Yeah. And then it was they were both really like it was like, Oh, this is really good. He has come so far. I'm like, Oh fuck, Filthy Tom's just a really fucking good wrestler. Granted he was a professional MMA fighter at the UFC. Yeah. And it's translated over. He does it really well. Seems to make you a pretty good wrestler. It's um it's great. It's good times. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everybody go check out Prestige. If you are in the area, they're having a show in Portland, uh, September 29th. I really want to try to That's go. That's the Orange Cassidy one. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. My Orange dear. Cassidy, Rock and Roll Express. Who the fuck? Me. Yeah. Isai. Puma King. Puma King. Me again, but under a mask. <laughs> Sue nice. Young, who I'm really stoked to see Russell. Russell Boy's classic participant. Ooh. On my team. I love Sue Young. <laughs> Your team. My team. <laughs> <laughs> also, before you get too far, you can find us on the Easy Drop Podcast Network. Mm. Yeah, drop.com. Jizz.biz. Yeah. Also, yes. Two Zs and jizz, one Z and biz. Nice. Nice. I guess. Nice. Uh, just And just quickly talking about things that happened in the last week. If any of y'all have a chance to go see Pup, go see Pup. It's the best live show I've ever heard. Been they put to. on a hell of a good concert. Uh, yeah, while constantly checking in on the crowd and making sure everyone was safe and, and like having a good time and yeah. like working with security so the security weren't douchebags because they're like all working together. Where to was it? People. Where was it at? The Olympic. Yeah, I feel like a it was security fucking there wild. Is weird. Uh, it was weird. People um, were hanging from the rafters. Oh, in yeah. the Olympic. <laughs> and I was trying to think if like people would be, if, like if they'd have shitty people there. It's there were a few. Mulligans. One got thrown down what the do stairs. You think? Oh god! Because he would, he was trying to resist, like them kicking him out, and they eventually just threw hard enough he, that they got him out of the room, <laughs> which was down the stairs. Yeah, and, and Pup mm. is a pretty big band. Well, no, I mean like yeah. the security if they'd be shitty uh, they, security. No, they were like cool, but I think it's because the band kept like thanking them and like yeah, making sure everyone was cool. Also, they started off their set with the uh, NBA on TNT like of course uh, theme songs. <laughs> the Raptors <laughs> just won, and they're from Toronto. Yeah, so it was but, sick. Hell yeah. Y'all go see Pup. Walter saw them. 
as well. I think yeah, right around then. Yeah. I really wanted right to go, show. but we were going to Portland mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah, I had to wake up at four mm-hmm. in the morning. Any of y'all could have had a free ticket, but <laughs> Derek refused it. I was going to be tired. I was already tired. What an adult. <laughs> I'm an old man who books flights at 6 a.m. like a goddamn maniac. You really are a maniac. Oh, you guys flew to Reno? I, I flew and then drove Reno's back with Gabe. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's recap. Yeah, so uh, if you've been following along the last couple of weeks, uh, it sounded like we were going to be doing a full in-depth episode today. But this is actually going to be a bit of a recap episode. It was for in the group ears. text. Oh, to us. <laughs> not to the fans. <laughs> they, not to our noble listeners. The fans are on the group text, Oster. Yeah. They I are mean, on mine. I group text weird. them. <laughs> Every fan. Um, yeah. So I mean, That's like what Patreon, like... Discords are basically. Yeah, it is. So um, timer starts. So this now. is just going to be. Well, well, I'll waste some of the time. This is just for like weekly show. Recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Okay, so we we're recording this. Just a gay favorite. We recorded this on Wednesday, so I haven't had a chance to watch NXT yet. NXT yeah. was very, very good. The uh, I watched it right before we came up here. The main event of uh, this week was one Tyler Breeze versus Ooh. Roderick Strong. Ooh. Oh shit! I'm and sure that's a great match. Is Tyler Breeze alive? Uh, yes, barely. His back is not though. Oh, okay. Does he need a bacchiotomy? <laughs> yes. Fortunately, so, he's got a messiah to save him. Just, uh, and that's they, why Roderick kills people's backs and then like <laughs> brings back oh, to life. Fuck. And they uh, they officially uh, have embarked on the uh, Mia Yim Shayna Baszler feud. Good. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Michael Cole. <laughs> um, also, uh, did they do any follow up on the ending of last week's main event? Um, kind of. You had William Regal in the back talking about like. Uh, whoever was Kathy Kelly, I think, was like basically like, "What are we gonna do about this?" And he was like, "Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll like, see." Yeah, he was like, "Well, it was very sad what we saw." And then uh, immediately the, the fucking forgotten. <laughs> you make him sound like he's a thousand. It was very sad. Listen to him talk. <laughs> Listen to, I love him. Love him. We'll love what him until the day so he dies. War games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very regrettable what happened, Kathy Kelly. Is he the ghost of Christmas past? <laughs> yes. Basically, look at him. Oh, that was Alex Riley. Look at him. Yes. Uh, but no, he, he so he got interrupted immediately by uh, the fucking Forgotten Sons. And they were like, we want match. And he was like, you can have match. You can have match. <laughs> I as long as you bring it, me wait. gold. I deem it so. <laughs> he sounds like Yoda doing that. <laughs> That's Look at him. <laughs> match you can have. <laughs> Matt, he's, he's like, like six foot four. I would say he does not look like Yoda. <laughs> look at him in his soul. <laughs> look at him in his soul. You can soul. have your match if you answer these riddles three. <laughs> you can have a match with me if you answer me these riddles three. And then it's just Matt Riddle. Bruh. Jackson, dude, Jackson, Jackson Riker. Like, oh, okay, I'll fight you, William. <laughs> I'll fucking fight you. Kick I'll your fucking head off. Can't answer questions. Is it about motorbikes? That's all I know about. And then, um, yeah, I, I, I haven't had a chance, so I'm excited because I love Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah. really good. Um, and then 205 Live was great. Yeah. God damn it. Every week. What was what was the main event this week? The main event was a big just clusterfuck of a match. It was, yeah. a, six, it was a six-man. It was Jack Gallagher, mm. um, Anthony Nice. Nice. And, and Tony. And who? And uh, fucking, I was going to say Biff Music, but why was I going to go to Biff? It was Oni Lorcan. Okay. <laughs> Hell ag- yeah. Against um, Mike Canellis. 
Oh man! Look at the oh oh boy! Oh, Mike on Raw. Oh, we're boy. gonna need to stop the timer when we talk about That's, him. Yeah. we that, can go over for this because that will take a hard yes. Left. All right, okay. Um, Mike Kanellis, uh, Aria Davari, and Drew Gulick. Oh, nice. Drew Lack. Some workers in that match. It was awesome. They fucking work really hard, and they are win- they're starting to win the crowd over more and more and more. And it's I think it's because they have guys like Oni Lorkin, who's just a weird looking dude and yeah. he has this weird charisma and energy and like his weird like voice yeah he's like one of my like sleeper favorites like in the company right now like every time how I, fast he like moves mm-hmm. all the time every time you see oni in a match it's like oh this is gonna be a good match the boston brawler as yeah. they call him mm-hmm. also i want to shout out vic joseph because that dude is like silently like the best commentator on the main roster oh yeah he's really good nothing offensive like, like where like Michael Cole just like offends your ears. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, doesn't kind of overplay things like Tom yeah. Phillips does. That being said, too, it reminded me that on NXT this week, Katie and I were both noting how much Beth Phoenix is really coming into that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, you can, It's a noticeable difference, and it's awesome because you know when you work with Nigel and Morrow. Um, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. You're gonna learn a lot, but you have to like you have to step up. Figure out a way to like get your voice in there because they're both so good. Like, and then also, I think it probably helps not having a Vince McMahon type in your ear mm-hmm. and having more of a honor uh, type. Hey, uh, you know, I just think it'd be funny if you uh, maybe said something. You know, okay, like Ben, this. say something now. All right, I'm now gonna say something. You. Jump in now. All right, tell him like maybe compare him to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're, they're as smart as the game. They're not as quiet because you know, I'm still wrestling. <laughs> I teamed with the club and Shinsuke. <laughs> he wasn't even going to work the second night. But here comes fucking Hunter. Hey, Shinsuke, we're partners now, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. If I was a worker and I got into his position, I'd do the exact yeah. same thing. Oh, Fuck yeah. it. Who cares? Japanese superstar Hunter Hearst Helmsley <laughs> with the club. <laughs> they should call it the Hunter Club. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I did watch both Raw and SmackDown Ooh. this week because it's new. And well, SmackDown wasn't very new. SmackDown, if, if Eric Bischoff isn't gonna. I know you guys kind of went over it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff isn't gonna get into his role. right until after Extreme Rules. Yeah, yeah, and so Which makes sense because Raw had a very distinctly different feel to it. SmackDown, but like with the two different feels, it made it feel not as. It didn't. It made. It, I completely agree that it didn't. It, Felt like you weren't watching the same show twice with just a couple different faces. Slightly different mm-hmm. people. Also, Kevin Owens is going face again. Mm-hmm. I'm very Hell excited. Oh, yes. This promo that he cut on, on old Dolphin Ziggler was oh, great. That was so mm-hmm. good. Had your chance eight years ago and you ruined it. We get it. It should have been you. It should have been you. Shut up. And then he's like, well, you could you'd be in a hot dog eating contest. He's like, you know what? At least if I was in that, I'd win. Unlike you with wrestling. Ooh. Oh, man. They're, they're turning him back into every man, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Which is fine because they like, – it would be so good because I think he can kill it as a babe. People want to mm-hmm. cheer him anyway. And he wants it. Like he talked about that actually like on the Lillian Garcia podcast, I guess, that he was on. Like saying yeah. that he just wants to see – like he knows he can do it, but he wants to see himself do it. Mm-hmm. That was a great interview. It was. It yeah. was listenable. And it was listenable, <laughs> <laughs> which is not always the case. Um, what else happened on this slap? AJ Heel? Oh, oh yeah. that's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. that was on Monday Night Raw's Warzone. Um, what presented else? by ECW on TNN. Um, Drake Maverick won the twenty four seven title before going on his honeymoon. That was also on Raw. 
Oh, was I think, it? I was saying, what else is on SmackDown? Um, what else happened on SmackDown? Uh, oh. Kofi and Joe. Oh yeah, had a confrontation Kofi. and things that and Joe, Joe was saying was was real good. Joe is so good at yeah. everything he does, even like with the weird verbiage, he still comes across as just like the most frightening person in the world. Dude, it's menacing when he was saying like. All you got to do is shake my hand and I won't kill your family. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, Jesus. fuck. Jesus. Yeah, I guess that's no, what he you said, do. Yeah, the people that you care about will be safe until Extreme Rules. If you shake, if my, you hand. shake my hand. Like, what? what uh, and then Kofi in front mean? of the cameras, God and everyone flipped him the fucking bird. Hell uh, yeah. yeah. They're getting was, edgy again. We'll, was, we'll get to that for our Raw report. Yeah, I saw um, that. I saw that they want to move away from a, the PG era and gimmick. Then they're going to do a three-way for the title now at Extreme Rules for the tag title. Yeah, with Kevin and wait. No, it's uh, they were in that match. Okay, I, it, it's uh, blue collar strong, heavy God. machinery, um, and then the tag champions, um, Rowan, boys. Rowan and uh, D Bry mm-hmm. and New D and the New Day. I think my favorite thing about them being called blue collar strong is like that's probably genuinely what like Vince think that thinks the everyday person is like just like Otis Dozovic. I, no, I think <laughs> he probably thinks they're like Tucker. They're just big and stupid. <laughs> no offense to Tucker. I think he like graduated out of like, Oregon State. Yeah. He just doesn't do anything. No. I mean that moonsault in that last the last pay per view was really sick. I think Tucker's a better. Oh, I just meant he doesn't talk. Well, he's oh, a better yeah, no. muscle man. When you're up again, when you're talking with fucking muscle man o- dance. with Otis. Uh, <laughs> You're not gonna match him. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, entertaining. The little witch puppet made an appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, speculation. It wasn't even rumors that it's gonna be Bray Alistair. Speculation. I not even rumors. I, uh, I, the, what the latest rumors have been is it's gonna be Cesaro. I was yeah. Saying. The speculation was just because of what he was saying. Bray versus Alistair would be very spooky. It, it would be it so would, that, They need to eventually do that, but not first, like not first feud for either of them because that's a like one of them has to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, we like, all know it'd be Bray. Yeah, and you need to build to that. Yeah, like, no, I I agree. The thing, the reason why it seems like they could be together because the things they're saying is because it's probably being written by the same person. True, or at least the same staff like that are being rushed to like. Yeah, you know, like they're they're not. Even so, though ooh, things spooky? improved this week, mm, it's still like. There isn't very good oversight on stuff like that. You're so scary yeah. boy. And Smack, Smackdown's still, still just Ryan Ward and Vince for this week and next week. Mm. So nothing's changed yet on that front. Yeah. Yes. Be- and also Eric Bischoff hasn't watched wrestling and the, the current product in a long time. And he has admitted that. I don't think he watched his own product back in WCW. <laughs> so. He just watched his own segs. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm He's still not quite sure how I'm... I'm definitely still more... I'm uh, back. Apprehensive <sighs> about... Bischoff coming back, but do you guys think that he that the uh, when he would dye his hair, that he would also dye his hog hair? Yeah, dude. Yeah, duh. Yeah, you have extra stuff left. Why not? Okay, I was just wondering. Mm-hmm. Do you think he puts on his karate gi before? Yeah, yeah. gotta. <laughs> you don't wear your, you don't wear your karate gi at home. Uh, I'm talking about before jerking it. Oh, I was well, I was wearing my karate gi before I bleached my pubes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I. I just wear mine at home all the time. It's very comfy. Nice. And then I'm always ready to fight. I actually don't have a gi because I've never been accepted to a dojo. Yeah, I don't have one that fits me anymore. One time when my brother was in karate and I was a little kid, I shit my pants in a dojo. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, Hell that's yeah. the ultimate move. Yeah, I know. And now they ha- now he now I'm the sensei. <laughs> now you're the one in charge. Okay, raw is war. Was 
from the get go. Explosive. Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) It was fucking. You could. It was different. There was different. Like they like did like a spinning zoom uh, like on one of his fans with a sign. I was like, Ooh. this is a very Paul Heyman feel. Yeah, and there's like there's a, even like small camera direction things like cameras weren't immediately backstage. Like when they went through the, the LED wall, like they went to a wide shot and then it took a minute for the cameras to be back there. It wasn't just just like, like little things. Yeah, just like little things where it's like you like aren't immediate like you can't just immediately tell this was planned like it seems like people have to react they said hospital they yeah. even let Corey graves say holy shit mm-hmm. yeah and then later he said the b word <laughs> we'll get to that yeah <laughs> that uh, one like i said we're gonna take a hard left there. but uh yeah so immediately when the show kicked off there wasn't any fucking like segment backstage or something it was just action right away bronze music hit it's time for a fucking fight False and, count anywhere match with Bobby Lashley. And because of that, like, Braun felt more over with the crowd than he has in a minute. And I think it's because, like, actually getting a pop, get to pop for his music to do, like, just starting off the show, like. No big promo. No, no. big promo, no big build up to, like, oh, he's going to be in some clusterfuck, dumb fuck match. How does Later that? going on. Or, like, the tug of war fucking. That's what I meant by dumb fuck, dumb. clusterfuck, dumb <laughs> match. I didn't, I didn't have to do a promo where I just had to stare into the camera for. Two minutes straight. Oh. But now, now I ruptured my spleen. <laughs> I really liked wrestling, Derek. Derek, I thought when I was out there wrestling that um, I had a good time and I did a senton. That was actually that was really sick. And I, I ruptured my spleen. I was really, it was like, oh, they let him do some cool shit. It's like, oh, it's because he's going away to be hurt for a minute right <laughs> that's, now. That's good. It was funny. But, we were at uh, Isai's mom's house when we were watching this, and his stepdad like yes. thought all of it was real with the ambulance. Hell yeah! Hell oh, yeah. yeah, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> his name's Jim. Yeah, Jimmy fucking, Mark. Jim, fucking, makes good fries. Great fries. Jimmy sounds like a solid good good hand. James he actually fries. looks like Steve Austin. Bold white guy goatee. <laughs> yeah, classic. Drinks beer. Classic Austin. <laughs> um, yeah, so they brawl around. They end up going through the fucking LED boards. LED boards uh, to all the pyro that they haven't had in years. I would say there was like fifty explosions. When it this was. Happened. It was <laughs> massive. Uh, it was really cool. <laughs> I thought just exploding. The crowd started fucking losing their mind over it. Because it's one thing you use pyro. It's what you don't. It's the last thing you would expect. And it's like, what a way for Paul Heyman to make his, like, look who's, I look who, daddy's got it now. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, kids, daddy's here. Oh, <laughs> we have fire now. Daddy Heyman's brought the heat. <laughs> and his fingerprints were just really all over the show. Um, he isn't even fully in charge yet, but this is um, from Mike Johnson of Dirt Sheet fame. He said that on the headset, it was Vince and Paul right next to each other, and they were working together. And it was how last three weeks. What? <laughs> like, like, like it was just them sitting there, just me and my son, and just like everything like was supposed to essentially go like through Paul Heyman to Vince, and it's like Vince. Well, Vince, <laughs> let me tell you what we're going to do. First, Braun Strowman is gonna rupture his spleen, and CM Punk's gonna come out and tap them out with the anaconda face. Ex- then. Tommy Dreamer's gonna murder him. Thirty seconds. Ugh. Did you guys did you guys see that thing about Dreamer said? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that Dreamer was gonna fucking murder suicide himself at yeah. WrestleMania. 
Glad he didn't. Yeah. Good job, Tommy. Yeah. And good yeah. job, Jim Ross, for being a friend and reaching out. Yeah. Well, Without even though. knowing. Yeah. Just like saying, Sometimes. hey, man, we're, we got a job for you still. Just letting you know. Yeah, just letting you know. We're still thinking about you. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, Billy Madison when he calls that guy and apologizes. And <laughs> yeah. Sh- yeah, yeah. And then he shoots the other guy later. So one thing that people always say, and this is just kind of going with that, is that you know, if you're feeling down or feeling sad, reach out. Mm-hmm. If you're um, seeing your friend kind of withdraw, reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just say, mm-hmm. hey, thinking about you, checking in on you. Hope you're okay. You yep. know, you never know. Just reach out to your friends. Yep. Um, the other, one of the other big angles was uh, the champ and the champ. Oh man! We're cutting a promo backstage this about was so cringy. Baron I hated it. and Lacey. So bad. And then Maria, uh, Mike, and Maria Canellis show up. Randomly, so at first I was like, "Cool!" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like oh. I was even telling Jenna, "Like he's a good worker. He mm. can talk. Like maybe this is a good chance for him." Oofa doofa. Everything about this was bad, though. I hate everything with Becky and Seth on screen. Oh, I wish like, they same. never acknowledged it's, it. It seems gross. Never. I've only read stuff about the, it. Like scripted it's, bickering. Oh, it's oh, so bad. Awful. You, I think it's going away after this. Them like <sighs> pinching each other. Like, like I said, I think it's going away after this because like Becky, you don't lose my title, okay, bro? <laughs> 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 Becky, that's my title, okay? Don't lose it, <laughs> and please. Will Osprey won't be right then. <laughs> <laughs> because I think they're gonna go away from the whole lacy baron thing so i think that i think this oh, is but gonna... that's so much money <laughs> but and that's another team i don't get like are they trying to make it seem like she's like interested in him romantically i don't, I don't know i think they, it's just they, the they, two people they hate the most exactly that are built enough it's like team rocket team it's no rocket. team rocket whether they were siblings or not actually fucked yeah <laughs> what yeah. well just look at them they have chemistry yeah oh. they did <laughs> Yeah, little uh, Jamie uh, Cersei uh, Lannister kind of a yeah. relationship. Gross. Well, not you know what? Do your fucking thing. I don't like you know it. What? Though. Fuck who you want. Fuck who you want. Even if it's your. That's friend. a weird no. thing. For <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> we needed to. Okay. Redacted. Redacted. Good. Please don't have sex with your family, and make sure that whoever you're gonna have sex with also wants to have sex with you. Yes. 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 Going I on, have had to say let's, that. Let's, let's, <laughs> speaking of having sex with people, um, so Mike and like Maria, call like is like, you want to, ma- oh, like you want to match, you're gonna. So she was the ba- Maria. Jenna, do you want to quote this? Please? She goes, I don't want to do it. So, it's so cringy. <laughs> she looks at she looks at Seth, right? Not Becky. Yes. And she goes, "Why don't you grab your bitch and I'll grab mine and we'll fight in the ring." And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, when this happened, like, and like I said, we were at Eastside's parents' house. Like, I was embarrassed when that line was Uh there, and they were sitting there. I'm like, it's time to leave. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and like, I'm. I I was like, let's see where this goes. Well, I was looking at Mike Canellis too, and Mike, his face was like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, well, that wasn't very nice. At first, I just, at first, I just thought like, maybe they're just talking smack. Well, they um weren't. (laughs) So in the match. Seth is just kicking the shit out of poor Mike Bennett. Mm. He got nothing. Yeah, he got he like got, he got absolutely nothing. Like, there was like there, there was like thirty seconds where it looked like Mike Bennett was gonna get the upper hand, and that was it. Maybe not even thirty seconds. And then um, Seth mercifully tags in Becky. Maria's like, "No, you can't do this. I'm pregnant." And everybody's like, "What?" Yeah, well, she at that point Maria already had the mic and was like, "Come on, Mike, you said." You could. You said you could fucking murder him. You said you could beat him. You be a man. Get up. Get up. And then like Becky's like, I'm gonna come beat your ass. And she's like, Don't hit me. I'm pregnant. 
And then, which is Mike, true. Yeah, and Mike mm-hmm. for a shoot. Mike looked like he didn't, you know, hadn't heard the news. <laughs> uh, so he's like looking shocked and surprised. He's like, "Oh my gosh, how are you pregnant?" She's like, "Well, not by you, because you're not man enough to put a baby in me." The Jesus. only one that's the man in there's Becky. And yeah, then she's like, "Next time." Uh, I want to get pregnant. Maybe I'll have Becky impregnate me, oh, which I was like, that's so the most Paul Heyman. That's the most Paul Heyman fucking like thing to say. Well, like the a pregnancy angle, it's a super long term thing, and they're going with it. That's a Paul Heyman calling card. I mean, I think who was it? That was it Beulah McGillicuddy did it in mm. ECW. Um, it, it, this whole apparently they pitched this like legit cuck angle for Mike Bennett mm-hmm. a while back. Dude, so Vince Russo got hired on. <laughs> No, Vince is weird and I think is also at times probably a cuck. And he wants to show it off to the world. And, I mean, it sounds like... Because this is before Paul Heyman even had influence that they wanted to do oh, this. So this is Vince's version of long-term booking. <laughs> well, I think now that they know that she's pregnant and Heyman's he's like, okay, well, let's draw this out. Or I just think he wanted to make Mike Bennett a cuck. Yeah, we really want to emasculate so, Mike really like, I'm Even more so than his 205 Live, like storyline right now which is literally like that he's the best like the best jobber possible like he cannot win a match but he's always close and it's been months yeah. of that now like well, and now it, he's get like he's, he's basically getting cucked to win mat and winning matches and now he's getting cucked in, in real life and too. it goes back to his like his first gimmick where like he was this fucking hallmark store employee <laughs> yeah they met at hallmark he was the manager of their local hallmark sick like, it's just so weird and like Apparently, now they want to make him a cuck. Yeah, I'm... Oh, my God. The club is back together, too, on so, the same show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's going to start dancing for AJ and, and Carl again. So then we'll just go to the club. Yeah. yeah. First off, Carl gambled with his hot Asian wife. They used them so well because they're bad guys. They're kind of assholes, but you can still let their personality shine. Again, huge Paul Heyman influence on this mm-hmm. whole thing. Building up a match with Ricochet, them kind of stirring shit with Ricochet, and he's like, "Oh, I think I could beat him next time." But you know, yeah, it's great. Yeah, so the club's talking to Ricochet, uh, and that basically that's what he says. He's like, "Yeah, you know, he got me last time. Maybe you know, I'm from Paducah, so maybe next time I'll get him." World's friendliest small town. Yeah, I like how you guys do that voice. I didn't know if you're talking about Ricochet or AJ. <laughs> I, I was like, who said Wait, what? As, <laughs> AJ's like this man. I don't, James, say, I don't yeah. say I'm not. I don't sound like I'm from fucking Paducah. As James <laughs> Vanderbeek made this week, Ricochet AJ Styles, and both both versions are terrifying. Why two AJ? I think I think the one that is looks like AJ looks better than Ricochet with hair. Ricochet with hair <laughs> is very bad. It is because when he had long straightened hair when he was younger, it was bad. It was this really is the worst version. And of so. The club stirs up some shit. They go up to then, AJ and they're like, yo, he's talking shit. He said he's going to fuck he, you they're up. They're like, hey, man, what, you're talking shit to us about how we can't win the match. Look at you. You almost lost to the new kid on the block. And he's like, hey, man, I still beat him. Hey, I'm from Gainesville, Georgia. And then Carl's like, hey, man, I'll put on my hot Asian wife on the line. <laughs> at that point, I was like, that's a weird thing to bet. I don't know if she's I must be like, is his wife going to come out? Yeah, I'm like, is she in on this? <laughs> and then she's going to say she's pregnant again, too. I mean, she's... Is more than she's not. I know. Figure, so. <laughs> it's true. But um, then they're then they're um, AJ and Ricochet, and this is like through different segments, and it's just this cohesiveness of like yeah. calling back to things. So they get which, which is, is great. Yeah, yeah it, there was a cohesive story throughout the entire episode of nice. AJ and Ricochet, and then also with the co- cohesion, almost everybody brought up Braun and Lashley, and it wasn't like a, a storyline like type thing. It was like. Hey man, like I saw it happen. I hope they're okay. Yeah, like it brings us like 
There's like a human element to it that was really cool. Because that's what you would really do. Mm-hmm. And they went to a hospital. Yeah, and they even followed up on it on SmackDown um, a little bit. But, yeah, AJ finds Ricochet just stretching merely around the corner from where hey, they man, were you having. you said you could beat me easy, man. Hey, I heard you were talking freaking turds. No, man, I'm just uh, stretching out from Kentucky. You know what? That's my title now. Guess what? Also, slap. Well, well, man, I'm going to hit you, too. I Dude, love the rock. Slap. <laughs> they slapped each other really hard in the face. Yeah, they did. I, yeah. I was like, damn, he's just wearing that leather glove, too. That's some fucking hefty hitting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they have a good match. Yeah. Yeah. I So they've been doing that thing recently where they have been finding – Creative, we'll say creative ways uh, of getting around that's not one having wrestling. We'll, we'll, we'll just say ways. Not having <laughs> way two out of three falls matches. <laughs> yeah, having so not having wrestling during commercial breaks, which I appreciate, but there is not an ounce of creativity to it. Except in that, I think that main event was actually really good. Ricochet uh, initially got the three count on him like AJ won but Ricochet had his foot under the rope and the mm-hmm. ref didn't see so it was like there was a kerfuffle mm-hmm. commercial break. Come John back. John Cone came down. Yeah, restart the match. So that made some more sense. But, yeah, how it's been lately, it's just like, yeah, it's either two out of three falls or, like, an elimination match, something that is going to break up. Like, two out of three falls matches with the first, like, just being two falls, like, not even going to three and just, like, and restarting matches that start as tag team matches as six-man tags as someone interfered. Like, it's all bad. And the thing that's they go away from this with the new changes. And the thing that's cool about two out of three falls matches is they don't happen all the time. Yeah. Like it's diluting. Killed the, the goddamn gimmick that yeah. they had the uh, Adam Cole Johnny Gargano match, but um, they have they start the match over. Ricochet gets him with the most creative, weird fucking cradle I've seen in a long mm-hmm. time, and um, mm-hmm. wins the match. He's like, "Hey man, I won," and it's like, "Hey, what the frick? Hey, what the frick? I'll shake a dang hand." And then the club's like, "Oh, look at this guy being a good fucking sport. You are a coward." And he's like, I ain't no freaking coward. I ain't no Gillette boy. And then he fucking punches Ricochet. I use Bic. And he punched Ricochet, knocked him to the ground, started kicking him real hard. Then the club came in, started beating up Ricochet. Magic killer. The, the magic, magic killer, killer on him. And then fucking set up AJ Styles to do a Styles Clash off the second rope on him. <laughs> I fucking was like, oh, God, they're yeah. going to kill him. I was like, no, Rick. And uh, Trevor took it. And then they two-sweeted, and the club's back. Um, this is the word around sh- the... The dirt sheets is that they have agreed in principle to new deals. Yeah. They're going to be very rich men. Oh, of course. And so good for them. Yeah. Yeah. And also, this was the word around the the street, is that before telling WWE that she was pregnant, Maria and Mike got their deals. That's what I heard. They didn't didn't know until after uh, Mike and Maria resigned. They signed and also, by the way... Pregnant, <laughs> yeah, and they're Hell gonna yeah. have five million dollars in a couple of years. So good for them. Yeah, <laughs> smart move. Good, mm-hmm. good work. Uh, yeah, but Mike will be living out of a hotel or some sort of sad, sad cuck um, dungeon. Cuck dungeon, <laughs> <laughs> probably in the basement, like a mother-in-law suite. Yeah, this is my new band, Cuck Dungeon. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> if you guys um, were gonna rebook a cucking angle, <laughs> who would be the cuck? <laughs> I like I, honestly AJ Styles. <laughs> Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. (laughs) Hey, that's not me. Wait, but that's wait, but that's my wife. My wife. (laughs) Hey, what? My wife. That's my wife. I'm gonna look at my skulls. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna look at my skulls, I guess. But that was Monday Night Raw is Warzone and SmackDown. 
definitely different fields, which is nice. Yeah. Raw feels new. And with Heyman and Vince working together, and with especially with Heyman probably not being as combative as he once was, learning the game a lot more. And apparently, he everybody's a big fan of him because everybody that he screwed over with money is no longer wrestling or in the company. <laughs> True. Um, he has a lot of fans backstage now. RVD can't be re-signed, so yeah, doesn't have to deal with that. Devon's there, but he's he's office, so he's probably fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what it all looks like when Bischoff gets a hold of SmackDown. Um, but I'm back. I, and I only watched the Hulu version of Raw, so I still only got about half the episode, but. Uh, it, it was good. It was um, good. Also, show the episode started with Street Profits being there. So yeah. Oh man, Street Profits were hilarious on Raw. And like that was very like. Oh yeah, I, I, I really about them. really like that because like all it's these also call- a Heyman thing. Yeah, too. all these call ups we've been seeing like lately, and just over the last years of NXT, they come up and then something about their character isn't quite right. They were exactly who they are in NXT. Well, on so Raw. remind me was when. Uh, the Viking Raiders showed experience. up. <laughs> the Viking when the Viking Experience showed up on Raw for the first time, they were still NXT champs, but they didn't bring those belts with them no, to they, the main roster. No, they vacated so, them. Um, um, but like even when they showed up and, and were still there, but uh, Montez and Angelo did not even have a match, but they were there as NXT champs, just basically having a good time. Very much like yes. how Kevin Owens came up as NXT champs. And that was pretty sweet. They're, they're not fully called up. Right. But it was just it was fun. They were they had a lot of great energy. They messed up Paul Heyman's tie. And he got really flustered and walked away. I also like that there was no, like, big character of, like, the authority. He was just there as an advocate mm-hmm. for Broccoli Lesnar. Yeah, and he, uh, he'd been spray tanning. And um, that is a, this is another big thing for um, Heyman is youth. And a big demographic that they want to keep. Because right now they're not the cool brand AEW is. Yep. So they're pushing people. And trying to get people who the teenagers are going to like. Yeah. So the Ricochet. Really, mm-hmm. Be, how can you not like him? Like he's fucking flips. And... Going to re-sign TJP so he can just go dab on screen. God damn so he can go wow, flirt with yeah. 14-year-old girls. Ooh, yeah. Teen, he loves teens. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. They want it the other way. <laughs> they want it the other way around. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and then the Street Profits because they're, they're modern. It's a modern gimmick. That is like their gimmick screams something that – Vince would immediately fuck up and never understand. He would, so I'm he would so make glad. them as like crime time part mm-hmm. two. Yeah, exactly. Like he like he, there's no chance he would even get no chance in hell. No chance in hell Mm-mm. that he would even like get it enough to know he should stay out of the way. Like he would immediately fuck with it and make it terrible. Like Heyman, even if he doesn't get it, gets that they know what they're doing. I think he has his ear to the ground to mm. pop culture enough like he knows. Yeah. Or if he doesn't, I feel like he has people around yeah, him. I feel yeah, like, I feel like sort of, Heyman has a brain trust. Yeah, even that's like a kind of mean is like even if he doesn't necessarily like know, he like knows like when he doesn't know, yeah. basically. Like he oh, yeah. like knows to like let people who do know like do their thing. And this I think is gonna be a great time to call up a certain group. And us, especially forgotten sons, especially <laughs> to the SmackDown brand where somebody knows how to book a renegade group. <laughs> Eric Bischoff's going to be the new leader. RIP Adam Cole. Oh, no. I just, I just think that would be a really good way to like people kind of go to what they know. He knows renegade group who better than undisputed era. Yeah. I mean, like it would be, and it was money. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it would definitely be, it would immediately call upon the NWO sort of uh, feel, which people would be happy to do press about. So, well, so and people, they keep, and Kevin Owens could do it if well, it was on SmackDown. Well, like, you have the old fans who'd be like, oh, it's like the NWO, cool, I like them. And, like, they'll come back, whereas, in, like, indie fans and the new fans and people they want to keep would be like, oh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong. These are indie guys. These are my guys. It taps into that AEW smart-ass people. Eventually we'll get Undisputed yeah. Wolfpack and Undisputed Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if they keep this... Dude, uh, Hollywood Kyle O'Reilly is something <laughs> I would be very into. Oh, oh, my God. He has the beard that's like... Fucking blackened and a mustache, <laughs> and the, oh, just those man. weird sunglasses that he took off when he said, "How dare you? <laughs> How be dare done. you?" Just him and Bobby Fish looking like they did in Ring of Honor. Yeah, oh, they've, with the yeah, no, they've, they've got to split up and have that tension. Oh yeah, and yeah. if they if they keep this going, like with the club, um, they uh, that's distracting. If they keep this going with the club. They we could get undisputed era versus the club. And I also they want join, Finn in there. Then Virgil joins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Finn in the club. Yeah. Get he Virgil in undisputed era. <laughs> what his name? They would have to make it um, a new name, so it would be Virgo. No, instead of like they would always do the real name of the other promoter, so it would be his name would be Con. Con. Con Road Con. <laughs> His name would be Tony. <laughs> That's the gimmick with Virgil. His name would be Tony Cody. <laughs> Tony Cody Matt Dude, Nick. To- Tony Tyson. R- Tony Rhodes. <laughs> but like they could do it. Um, I went to like high school Rhodes. with a kid named Tony Rhodes. Really? Who keeps popping up on my suggested friends list? <laughs> good, good person. Nah, I don't know. Fuck you, Tony Rhodes. <laughs> Verdict's out on you, Tony. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. What happened next on things? Uh, let's talk about Fighter Fest. It so was. It. I have not watched the last two matches because we were watching Prestige when it happened. But I watched everything up until then. Okay. Very busy. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any of the pre-show either. The, the pre-show mm-hmm. I actually thought was the best part of the show. No, that's not true. But I thought it was... I have some thoughts. It was a, it was a really strong way to start uh, the evening off. Private Party is really sick. Yes. They're yes. very good. And really signed. And they yeah. had a... And it was one of those things where from the course of beginning to end of that match, I went from not knowing who these people are, so did most everybody, yeah. uh, to being like, okay, this team can fucking go. Um, where are they going? Straight to the top, brother. I am paid more attention to SoCal Uncensored. They're really good. Oh, yeah. They're really old. They have like yeah. 120 years of wrestling experience. <laughs> no. <between them>. Christopher <laughs> Daniels came out, and I told you, say, I'm like, I'm like, how old is he? He's about to turn 50. He yeah. looks great. Says yeah. is. He was going to be the higher power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, and, like, I didn't actually know that he's officially like the head of talent relations yeah. for yep. AEW. Oh, like, cool. That's really sick. He's in the Jim Ross role. Yeah cool it's a he's perfect for that just like how long he's been in the business he knows what he's doing yeah and of course best friends were great they're always great they're great at everything they do um there was like a video package where they were like ripping off fighter fest fire fire fest if they want to be funny they need to hire comedy writers because it was bad they should have gotten jaw rule to come out and like ring announce mm-hmm. that would have been they, hilarious it's some of their comedy because even like on being the elite didn't it's hit. well yeah nah, it's bad it, it's bad sometimes like, like it's good their their comedy is best when it's a throwaway joke 
that gets over and then they keep going with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not when it's something they try to get well, over. Well, and this was just, like, the jokes were way too obvious. Mm-hmm. They didn't try to be different enough. It was just, oh, there were the tweets about cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwiches. Oh. I kind of liked it, We're going to say Blink-182. Yeah, it was just. I don't know. It was. It was. It's something that goes more. I'm easy to please. I thought it it goes. It it hits a lot easier and better on a like a YouTube show than an actual like actual live event broadcast. I don't. It might have been like playing to their live crowd a little bit too, because gamer comp gamers aren't necessarily the most sophisticated in their yeah you hear that like, gamers who listen to this you're you no know, like cooks. just like not blurg blurg's great yeah like there are plenty like that's not all all around <laughs> not but, you all know, gamers like, yeah not all gamers but you know just in general like it's like people i don't know i think there's a lot of family guy fans in that crowd oh, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. no i know what you mean like i, I thought oh yeah like Matt that, jackson yeah Nick not, jackson <laughs> but i mean the whole point of being the elite is like that it's very cheesy but it's so. not there's you can do cheese and have it be good i thought mm. i like or at it. least entertaining like, sometimes yeah. there's episodes where i'm just like holy shit guys all right to have like they're like okay there's gonna be this luxurious pool there's a difference between the being the elite pool. and what should be a like a pay-per-view so there's like the blow-up pool instead of like the luxurious pool they have the models that over the course of the pre-show two of them they have to go away and be replaced with mannequins because they weren't in the budget they had like the emergency tents out there mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like for something that felt just like a gimmicky silly show which mm-hmm. is exactly i mean it was available for free it's just to get eyes on the product i thought it was actually pretty funny but is that the product you want to present to try to get eyes on the product uh, well, especially think- when tony khan is going there and talking about i want to make this like real sports I kind of do, just because when as soon as there was in-ring action, the, that's what it was. It was the real sports. wrestling was great. Mm. It um, was great. Speaking about the next match, this librarian stuff is bad. I didn't, I didn't like. I've that. heard it so much bad. about it, but I haven't seen I, anything. I don't get it. Like, it's just sh- not funny. It's just, it's a waste of time. It's a, so what and a waste of talent? It, I don't even. Believe <laughs> Bates. Like Peter because it was either. her versus oh, Allie, yeah. correct? Yeah, yes. that was the match. Okay, and the match was the match fine. was fine. Yeah, it was the nothing so great. I, I like the uh, the higher inflection. It was fine. The match was fine. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna. Are you I've trying seen, to convince me or you? I've they're not gonna burn. I feel gonna, like it's bad when Matt thinks something's bad. Well, they're not gonna <laughs> burn the barn down with every match. What <laughs> what it was was I will say it, that that one felt a little bit more like when you're watching like an NXT match. So, so like this is a good presentation. and It's fun, but mm-hmm. it felt a little more developmental. And maybe it was just the night. But the thing was that that the the shushing library gimmick between Leva Bates and the fucking who's the guy Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon. It went on for too long. Yep. It, and it wasn't when you're actively. I and I get it's a funny gimmick when you have the crowd chanting or booing and the whole thing is like shh i'm a library shh but when you when you are when they you need to succeed and they get quiet it gets awkward fast yeah and like you can't bring that energy right back up it's uh, i think you can but it wasn't being and then they, and then they, ellie doesn't have that kind of charisma either. yeah and there wasn't a lot of wrestling she can be a good heel the, as yeah. someone who saw her in shimmer no but lot. no i'm just saying she doesn't have that charisma to like get like the super like raucous crowd going behind him like as a yeah, yeah exactly and that's what it needed it wouldn't the co- other competitor would have needed to be the one firing up the crowd and that wasn't there um and you gotta think about the crowd too a lot of them are these people at this gaming conference who are uh, most of them are probably fans or familiar with the product but some of them were probably more casual in that aspect too, and then like when they were coming out, Leva Bates was doing the shushing thing. <laughs> just like it got quiet, and this guy was like, "This gimmick sucks," <laughs> and it just like makes it so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck. and it's like, and I'm, I mean, they should, they, 
shotted their shot. I mean, they they took a shot. They did something. They're experimenting. They. Got I a, like the term. They shotted their shot. <laughs> hey, dude, sometimes you gotta shoot your shot. They gotta like, shoot your shoot. Yeah, we will. We someone talking gotta about shot shooting your shoot. Their, someone talking about shooting their shot in here. Yeah, Man, I'm gonna shoot my load. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about your son later. My Bray. son. Oh. Yeah, Darby. Darby's his son. <laughs> That's what no, I decided. Darby is Jeff Hardy's son. <laughs> That's oh, true. Yeah. Way more true. Son of Davey Havoc. Actually, Jenna, do you remember Hardy. at Warrior Wrestling, that kid that was in front of us, like when we saw Darby Allen wrestle, was like, is that Jeff Hardy? Yeah, yeah, he was so stoked. Um, But, like, it was just... I just think I should, because I'm the one who abandoned WWE for AEW, I think I should also criticize it. Mm. I mean, WWE's comedy stuff that's actually good is... Was arts and bounds better? Our truth has been killing it. Mm-hmm. I would say I love the twenty four seven title stuff. It's so that's the good. most. It's like the funniest shit that's happening. Yeah. It's also shows. like it's the most viewed stuff across all their ne- their platforms mm-hmm. right now. Also, like, yeah. th- this actually isn't necessarily a shot at you, but more so just to wrestling fans. It's like these people like who are just like being so negative on WWE, just like oh my god, like. If you don't like it, just stop like you did. Well, and I just stopped because I want more time in my life. I'm interested in it. Kevin (laughs) Owens turning face sounds great. I'll probably seek that stuff out. All these people, like, talking so much shit and so, like... But that's on both sides. That's not... That's people being negative towards AEW and WWE. Well, um, no, I'm saying... Well, (laughs) mostly, it it comes off a lot more to WWE because it's a lot of... Because that's the Twitter right. we follow. It's, well, that and it's just a, it's a bigger company, so you have a lot more fans. Yeah. A lot of people are still very high on AEW for the most part, except for the pre-show of the show. Yeah, the pre-show got buried by everyone. It got buried hard. I mean, the the tag match was As, great. Aside from the best friends match. Um, but, um, y'all, just like, I yeah. try, even during the stomping grounds thing like from our Twitter, it's like, I'm going to try to tweet about this positively. I'm going to try to be like a little bit more uh, positive presence because... All this negativity, quite a bit sucks. negativity. You know, yeah. and it's valid. I've I heard some stuff about SmackDown late, like recently that I was like not stoked about how like when Fox, when they're on Fox, Fox wants them to have Trump on as like a guest. Only if he gets stunnered. I, like, I have not heard that. Um, I heard that. I heard today. that today. No, that's a guy. That's gonna be a bullshit rumor. Want to know why? Fox News and Fox TV are not the same company. Oh, I know. I know at that. All. Like, I know that. But I that that's. But I think we're going around sep- separate. Separate from that, I think Fox. The sports one wants SmackDown to, to have the thing. And because like, he's a, a WWE Hall of Famer, I get it. It's fucking I, I think that rumor is complete and utter uh, bullshit. I certainly, I, I certainly hope so. I feel if, like that's a way to turn um, a big chunk of your audience away. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think once I think once the executives realize that, they will nix it. I, no, I, think, so. I don't think it's even real. And if it is, it's, it it's was nixed the decision. moment it got brought up. They, yeah. know, they know. They never brought up that Linda McMahon was working for the White House. It's true. Like mm-hmm. they they get it. Like even if they don't believe in it personally at all, they get it. Like they understand that that's not a thing you bring up. Yeah, like, they and they do. That's why that. they stopped saying where Jetta was. <laughs> <laughs> I just think whoever's lining their pockets has a lot of pull in what they're gonna do. So I just I really it's hope a they different don't company. Go. I really hope. Yeah, and even if I liked the president, whoever the president was, I do not want them in WWE. Yeah, don't yes. bring the politics. Well, stay away from my escape from reality. <laughs> they, yeah, they. they they usually stay pretty far back. We'll see. Yeah. And like a rumor like that, especially we're in June, yeah. even if they're like somebody was like, maybe it was probably something that was like we just got thrown around at a meeting or something. Like, maybe, get, maybe we'll get Donald Trump. And it was like, ha ha ha. And then somebody like a stooged it off, you know? Yeah. 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 
Um, Michael Nakazawa defeated Alex Jabaley, the CEO of... I actually love... CEO. CEO. I had, I had so much fun watching that, just because I had zero expectations for Michael Bailey. Uh, Jabaley. Okay. Alex Jabaley and Michael Nakazawa. Alex They're two Jibaley. different people. Michael Bailey <laughs> and Nakazawa. Uh, Alex Nakazawa. Shoes, yeah. Go on. comma, Bailey's. Matthew Bailey. Never worn. Okay, Martin Bailey and <laughs> Martin Sheen and David ba- Bailey's from a show. Lee Roth, David Lee Martin Roth. Lawrence, <laughs> Paige. Oh, Greg. Uh, oh, yeah. this sucks. Uh, so Bailey had a match <laughs> with. It's Bailey. <laughs> so Bailey had this match against Nakamura. Against <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura, at no. Joe Bailey Nakazawa had Joe this Bailey <laughs> had this match. Just uh, Joe that. I had zero expectation for. I was like, this guy's not a wrestler. This is going to suck. Michael Nakazawa is going to do the... Whatever his fucking name is. It's Michael Nakazawa. Okay. Uh, uh, You're turning red. He's going to do the... the He's red as that loose, brother. He's going to do that uh, slippery oil boy spot, Mm -hmm. uh, and that'll be over. But that match actually was hard-hitting as fuck. It was a hardcore match. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people putting Michael Nakazawa over He's like, good. Yeah. They're like, that match was garbage, he's, but like, he was cool. He's fun. Yeah. I like, I, I like mean, his, the stuff I've seen of he's him. He's like a weird, goofy comedy dude, but I mean, if you're in that position, you have to carry it. Like, and yeah. they know who they're putting in that position to carry that match with a non wrestler. Like, yeah. And I like that every time they say his name, they say Naka, Naka, Naka Zawa. <laughs> what promotion was he in prior? DDT. DDT. Okay. I love just. How could, could you tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. It was really fun. I skipped it. Um, I had time. I had, <laughs> I I had, I I had time crunch. Uh, Shima versus or defeated Shima. Shima. Shima defeated Christopher Daniels. Shima's really good and also old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two very good old men. Yes, yeah. two good old men. They're like the two guys that you see at like the YMCA. They're like, oh, those those old guys can't ball, and then they just start like hitting threes. And you're like, oh fuck this. Oh, fuck. Then oh. beat him up. Isn't it crazy to think Christopher Daniels and The Undertaker are almost the same age? Whoa. That's fucked up. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. And I feel like Christopher Daniels might have done some worse stuff to his body. Yeah. If he's an it, he's like a purely indie guy, right? Well, I don't know uh, because he was working TNA for a long time. Okay. And their schedule is super light, brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's like as far as like the bumps he took and stuff. Yeah, he like did more high flying shit. He did than some Undertaker. Stuff in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker's also just big, so every bump he takes just hurts. And Sis yeah. Diz never had to work Giant Gonzalez. Okay. Uh, Riho defeated Yuka Sakazaki and Nyla Rose. I loved this match. Yeah, it was really good. Way, it was a great showing for Nyla. It was a yeah. way better showing for her than the last match was because that last match necessarily wasn't built. And like you have somebody that is... Like awesome Kong that's out there. Yeah, but it, then like, you have two like quick workers, and then Nyla Rose like unfortunately kind of got. Yeah, like having awesome Kong added to the match kind of like took away any spotlight Nyla could have had. Especially like with her like, style, which is yeah. going to be the big power style, and then put her in there with two like hundred pounds looking with Joshi mm-hmm. wrestlers. Riho, I am really really like fucking digging. I think mm-hmm. her, she, her shit's cool. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a really good match. Mm-hmm. And it was, like I said, a great showcase for Nyla. It showcased both um, the Joshi wrestlers as well, really well. Like, just because it showed, like, the fighting spirit, like, that resilience and everything. They just kept coming and coming and coming and coming and coming and just fucking just killed it. I'm oh, guessing. Hey, did, oh, yeah, wait, wow, wait, did someone. 
I'm sorry, I was in the bathroom minding my own business, and uh, yeah, we wowie, I heard something about. I was hoping that it wouldn't uh, go to that. What? I kind of made eye contact with him. Um, Leave yeah. Oh, never, the, never make eye contact with Bray. That's your first mistake. Yeah, wait, 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 now I'm never going to look away. I'm wondering if we're going to get a match between um, the two of them because at the end, like when when uh, they turned on each other. I would, yeah. I would yeah. guess so. Like going on to the next one because I don't know if they have full-time contracts or if they're they just don't. used. Oh, wow. Yeah. But... They're getting over really well. And I think I turned to Eastside when we were watching that. I'm like, I wish, the, like, watching Nyla, I'm like, I wish this was how Nia Jax was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I'm like, it'd be a lot better in WWE. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wish that too. Like, if they used her a little bit back, let her work a bit more, but still show off. The, I don't know. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I really liked about this match was the commentary, because it was just like, there was a few times they messed up and they always tried to cover it up for them, but they still like, they weren't just like, you know, like when someone fucks up in WWE, Michael Cole's like, that was unique. Like, <laughs> well, you didn't know? get all of that one. Yeah. yeah. Didn't get all of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, like, what a maneuver. Yeah. The, instead they'll be like, like they think of better, like legitimate reasons. Like, yeah. oh, they're like, they're tired from like that like, last yeah, like, oh, move oh, they took. Oh, or, that like, leg's whatever, really like, starting to give out. Oh, yeah. she stands in the middle of the also, rope at the top. That's hard to do. Golden Boy is was so much better than Alex Marvez. Yeah. And yeah. Excalibur is fantastic. Yeah, where's Golden Boy from? I don't know. I like. Gold I think he might down. be one of the gamer people. Well, he's way better than Alex <laughs> Marvez. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he might be a, a Twitch streamer, also a fan. Oh, yeah. Friend of Kenny. Friend of Ken. Friend of Ken. Hey, I'm uh, I'm friend Ken's, of Tyson. I'm Ken's friend, Golden Boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Where's I'm, my mic? I'm friends with Tyson. <laughs> um, Adam Page, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and MJF. Okay. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's so good. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. is a luchasaurus, <laughs> and his friend is my favorite thing in wrestling. Yeah. Right now. I want to say, fat shaming aside. MJF's promo was one of the best things I've ever heard. MJF like, can go die. Like, yeah. just strictly, like, legitimately, or just the Selena thing? <laughs> it was the Selena it's thing. Enough. Okay, okay. That's enough. Okay. Well, that and then the whole Alley Cat thing that was on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it's also uh, that, like, Did he do something bad? Honestly, mm. shit-talking Selena um, is a fucking yeah. bold he, move. He told her he couldn't be in a relationship, and she's living out of her car now because she can't afford to... Live in an apartment on her own. Oh man, yeah. MJF. Yeah. yeah, it was not a good, not a good look. And I always like told you, Sam, like I don't know. There's something about him I don't like. It's that create a pro tattoo. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not that. It's what well, I want. I hope because I, I I knew nothing about him until we saw him at, yeah. at Double or Nothing. Yeah. And it's like I I hope that he finds where he can needs to dial back that character because I understand being a fucking dick hole yeah like, but uh like to be a bad heel especially you're gonna be like a heel of a company but there are definitely like lines that you should learn on oh, a personal yeah. level not to go th- not to I go mean, to hitting the gamers hard was funny to me but like the fat shaming was bad um but yeah if he's a piece of shit then i won't celebrate him <laughs> i mean it's it's gonna be tough because it's a relationship thing but like from the Way the story seemed to go, it was, you know, not the, uh, not the best thing. It wasn't the best look for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do really, I thought his promo was great. He catered to the crowd really well. Um, 
There was more I wanted to say about it, but I don't remember. So let's talk about the fighting in it. Um, Jungle Boy is really good, Jungle and Boy's they insane. did and he's a really a good, baby. They did a good job of letting him do his cool stuff and not kind of showing where he still needs a bit of work. Yeah, which is perfect. Did y'all see that thing where uh, the Jungle Boy? Um, he was because like, he came out with Luchasaurus on his shoulders, <laughs> but like he like popped up on the shoulders, and so someone took a picture of them at the entrance ramp waiting, and Luchasaurus is just standing there, and MJF is like hanging upside down. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jungle. Why the fuck? Uh, yeah, Jungle Boy is hanging like upside down, basically, like on his shoulders, like for like a minute and a half before like MJF stops talking and the music hits. He's just fucking basically like sleeping like a bat for oh, a minute. Speaking of music. Their music is not that good. Oh, most no, of it's the, trash. Most of the AEW music is bad. Hot mm. garbage. Uh, Jimmy Havoc's is okay. Except for Cody's song. Um, also, Darby Allen's is sick. Um, Will Yip, my favorite producer, produced it. Oh, with, that's really sick. With Wicca Phase. Oh, that's Wicca Phase? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. That's, yeah. that's sick. Will Yip is very, very good. Yeah. It's, uh, He's produced all of my favorite bands. It's no downstate. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, what a, what a maneuver, family members. Yeah, downstate. shout out downstate. I um, wonder why they don't have downstate doing some like butt rock songs for like all these guys because it's just should. like all instrumental. They're probably just having their dad do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they like, actually hired somebody. I feel yeah. like Adam Page needs a butt rock song. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, Brandy Rhodes said that his name, but I can't remember it. Yeah, and he's like stoked to be on board, and it's like, yeah. well, you gotta get more stoked. Yeah, yeah. Be you need good. to be better. Yeah, be best because we shit on CFO all the time, but. But when they make a good theme, they make they a great do. fucking theme. Undisputed. Um, but yeah, this match was sick. Um, it was good. MJF is in the ring really good, too. Um, Hangman I, Page is like 6'4 and like 250 yeah, pounds. This is the wildest he mix is of styles. the best yeah. WWE wrestler I've ever seen. He's 27. Not like, year- that's hyperbole, but he's so he's 20, he's good 27 at years old, Adam Page. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, Jimmy having it looks a thousand sometimes. Yeah, he yeah. does. When <laughs> we saw him in person, I was he, like, man, you look old. Boy. You can tell that dude has Crohn's disease and has um, been doing gone, death matches for a long time. Uh, gone like through some shit. Yeah, gone through a lot of shit. Um, I'm really <laughs> excited to see. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited to see him in more things. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's a, he's he, to me, he's the most established star. I but mean, I think that's just because of you. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's talking about wait. Like out of the four, out of the four in this match, yes, Hangman. Yeah, yeah but yeah. by a wide, it, I knew who different. Jimmy Havoc was before I knew who Hangman that, Page was. Well, yeah, that's like so. It's different. Like Havoc has had like a long, a bigger, longer, but on a smaller scale run than Adam Page. Adam Page is has all this momentum coming from New Japan, New like, Japan, like, Ring of Honor, being in Bullet Club, the G One like, from last year, Jimmy Havoc. It has had like a really established career in front of a few hundred people a night. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just a different path to be there, and like I, I'm like really excited to see what he does too because he's a very good technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like he just does the deathmatch stuff because it's what he prefers. Well, like, and I'm excited to see them split off and do singles matches like with this mid card they've created. Yeah, I mean it, it was definitely quite a uh, a spread of talent. Quite the. Um, Charcuterie. Yeah, well, of, and they uh, want talent. people to know who these people Quite are. Quite the cheese board of Exactly. <laughs> this match is really great for, like, showcasing that mid-card they have cause, and how diverse it is. Like, mm-hmm. Well, especially because, you know, MJF and uh, Hangman are both um, on the main event side of things. So by having um, Jimmy Havoc and 
the Jungle Boy in there with them and keeping up with them and doing everything with them. The Jungle bring- Boy, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> it, it brings them up. And it makes people like, oh, they can hang with them. That mm. must be good. Well, it, and it's showing that the mid card isn't necessarily the mid card. It's just these are other guys. It's not the, in the middle title of the scene. card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's the guys that aren't there right now. But like in a few years, like Jungle Boy absolutely could ascend there. Like Jimmy Havoc, because he has that established history and because he's so different than people in the main event scene. Like besides Moxley, like if Moxley had the title, Jimmy Havoc will fight him for it. Like. That's a just made feud, right? Because if it's like in, it's like in his wheelhouse. Yeah, and that's a match everyone wants to see. I do. Mm, yeah. I very much do. Uh, Adam Page won. Jimmy Havoc took the pin, which he's great at that... taking pin. He loses oh, okay. a lot. Okay. Like, his whole thing is that he like goes too far and usually loses. Okay. Because of okay. It. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, and it seems like um, what we've been led to, you know, know about AEW with the, with the win loss record really. Uh, meaning something. I think him taking the pin, like you were saying, Zach, like his where his wheelhouse is in, in wrestling and stuff too. I, I think he stands to lose the least in that match by taking the mm-hmm. pin. Also, like you, you don't want to pin Jungle Boy because he's so like he's so young. Like mm-hmm. you need to keep momentum behind yeah. him. Jimmy Havoc can always basically be like, oh yeah, I've lost a bunch, but I have a staple gun and go, come exactly. out and staple gun someone and immediately like reignite a feud. Like yeah, from my from like well at least what I've got from him so far, it seems like winning and losing isn't exactly what he's out there for. So like he's his, just he's his, going for his indie entrance theme was I hope you suffer. Like that's <laughs> yeah. his whole thing. Hell yeah. He's just trying to fucking inflict pain. All right, let's pain. talk about the next match. Um, I've watched a lot of uncomfortable wrestling this week. Uh, Cody versus Darby Allen. So the match I they really liked to a time limit draw, twenty minute. Yep. Um, okay. Here's what I'll say about Darby Allen. I've only seen him do wild shit. Watching him wrestle Cody Rhodes style, he is great. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. Like it was. It was. I wasn't expecting that kind of a match. Cody out there, fucking. Doing power moves like he's goddamn Goldberg or Ryback. <laughs> I mean, like, that's because this is the opportunity he gets to do that, right? Or he's that big compared to Darby. It's Allen. like when people go out there against Marco Stunt. It's like, I got to show off, pretend I'm strong. <laughs> yeah. Throw him into the first row. I love Johnny Gargano said that his favorite thing about wrestling Candice was he got to do all the power moves, <laughs> which <laughs> I think is hilarious. You got to be fucking Goldberg. that she was the top in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. so. She you is. Would, you would think that. <laughs> Those shoulders. She's fucking ripped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy mm-hmm. strong. Um, that uh, du- the dumbest bump ever that Darby Allen did. So oh my god, that made my what back hurt. Fuck? So Jenna was we were watching and Jenna was falling asleep, and then I'm like, Jenna, you gotta watch this. This is coming because I already seen the the clip, and just the thud mm-hmm. that it makes when he hits. So Darby Allen is getting his ass kicked pretty much the entire match. He gets some hope, gets some hope against Cody. But he'd keep getting cut off, which is what they're really doing. They're kind of just trying to show his resilience. That was his whole thing. Like, even though Cody should have been able to beat him with who Cody is, he couldn't put him away. So it shows he's this tough little son of a bitch. Yeah. It's, it's almost reminiscent of Taker versus Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fucking Cody was pretending he was Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then he had, Cody is lying prone there on the – the edge of the ring, the apron. The hardest the ha- part of the ring. Hardest part of the ring. And he fucking does, like, the Kofi Kingston trust fall. They call it the coffin. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like it's more like he's in a coffin. Like, yeah, 
it was the I forgot the, the coffin. I forgot the fucking name. Yeah, of yeah. It. The coffin dive or whatever. Coffin, coffin drop. drop. It's basically coffin drop. <laughs> it's a backward senton, basically. Yeah, so it's like the Kofi Kingston trust fall. Yeah. For people who've maybe not seen um, Darby Allen, and he hits the back of the or hits the side of the ring. Yeah, Cody apron. rolls out of the way, and oh my god. Fucking Darby's shoulder and like ba- yeah. upper back just goes. Somehow it's worse than even than when like PCO was doing those like, uh, like dives to the apron and missing like for yeah. a while because just like tr- trust falling straight onto your back on like a corner, just is. And you awful. see like where his back splits and he like just stayed oh. stiff, which honestly at that point I guess is what you should do. But like, I, yeah, I was like, oh god damn, and then yeah, he hit the ground pretty and hard. He's- Walking, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, we've seen him with his relationship with Priscilla Kelly's into some sick shit. So, yeah, we were watching the uh, wrestlers, the Viceland series. Oh yeah, oh, and there's where he gets his arms sliced open. Yeah, there's Ooh. the episode with Darby oh, the, Allen. Uh, the all ego. Yeah, and they're like just like talking about like what else? What all did he break? Because remember, like he was really hurt, and like the ambulance came, and he's like, "I'm not paying the fucking he bill." And then he drove. I think he broke his arm or something. He broke, he broke yeah, everything. He broke his arm. Well, no, because yeah. like yeah, because he got his fucking arm slit with that shovel. Yeah, and then like still had to hold it for the rest of the match. And he, he also wrestled s- with that broken arm. Yeah, he also said that he got his name from Darby Crash and Gigi Allen, which I was like, okay, yeah, uh, okay. that's. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he's probably he's a, a pun- he's, he's a probably dumb, a dumb enough punk dumb that young doesn't kid. know Gigi Allen's a fuck. Right? Well, no, that's his whole thing. Everyone knows he's a fuck. That was a dumb statement. Well, I used to think. Gigi Allen was cool, and then I gained a conscience. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he, you know, he's a, a punk. Well, well, his main influences for wrestling is Jackass, so yeah. that's fucking true, <laughs> and it kind of shows. But impressive, impressive, impressive. Watch Jackass three the other day. <laughs> we did. It's on Hulu. Watching three D. No, it's the most creative use of three D I've then ever you seen. Didn't really yeah. watch yeah. it, bro. The, the dildo. Yeah, <laughs> and a, and a literal like helicoptering dick. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about the thing everyone's talking about. After the match, Sean, Jonathan Spears, Ty Dillinger, one, two, three, four, five, six, Gavin seven, Spears. Ten. So he, yeah, he comes out wielding a chair. Mm-hmm. Because Cody can't believe it. Like I didn't beat the fucker. Yeah, Cody's like, what the hell? Doesn't know that Sean Spears is right behind him. Uh, you know, except for he ducks his head real nice. <laughs> yeah, he turns around, feeds him. <laughs> yeah, he turns around just to get a fucking chair shot to the dome, unprotected, yeah. unprotected, yeah. unprotected. His um, neck bent weird. They made a point on commentary to say he wasn't concussed. Um, they said they had to be worried about CTE though. Yeah. Jim Ross said that, and it's like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to get yourself sued. Eventually. Yeah. Um, At least but, it's uh, an executive of the company taking the shot. It's like, true. I'm gonna guess no one. That's not on salary would ever take one of those. It's shots. also a, like, it was a gimmick chair. Yeah, yeah. He it just, just got caught. It just hit I mean, too high on the, also, the chair or something, and like the back of it and blocked bl- him. Blood looks so bad on his blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it the looks, gimmick. It's it effective. Looks, it's like, and that's the thing. It's like if he's fine, dope. But it still made me uncomfortable, especially even, when there was a pool of yeah, blood. Even if it's gimmicked, I don't want to. I don't want to see that shit anymore. Like. Like there are creative ways of doing it, but like at least get tr- show him try to get his hands up or, or something. do like, like the fucking like like something that breaks away like a light worse. tube, for instance. Yeah, like not necessarily a light tube, but something that'll break away more. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. kendo stick. Yeah, yeah. kendo stick. Or just, like there there are other ways of doing it. Just like trash can lid. Y'all, I I have <laughs> already lived through one of my favorite wrestlers having his brain break and yeah. therefore doing horrible shit because of it. Like I just don't want to see that anymore. Like I've I've watched enough ECW. Well, that's the thing. To see Balls Mahoney 
fucking give everybody concussions. Uh-huh. New Jack trying to kill everyone. That's New Jack like- legitimately trying to kill Vic Grimes. <laughs> Every time I see an unprotected chair shot to the head, it just if you get these waves of like, oh, Mick Foley and The Rock, oh, Chris Benoit, oh, all these yeah. fucking people. It's like, mm-hmm. and it, it's like I get it. And Call it Foley just fucking taking uh, her kids, Dewey you know? and Noel. And it, dude, yeah, fuck. But like, it, it. Complete, it it did what it was supposed to do, which was get people talking, uh, and it it did effectively. People have been talking about it pretty much nonstop since it happened. Controversy creates cash, brother, but that was not something <laughs> that. I'm I, mad. <laughs> but that's not something that. Yeah, I agree. Ironic that, that it was Sean Spears that did it because, in a Don't Triple H, in a Triple H HBK promo about controversy creates cash and Eric Bischoff, Sean Spears is the one that took the first super kick. He was Stan. Well, don't Cody and. Or didn't Cody Rhodes and him have beef? No, there's that a thing. No, they're friends. good friends. But like, no, 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 like kayfabe in WWE. Oh, because no. Cody said he's a good hand. No, oh, oh, in a in like a promo leading up to Fighter Fest, Cody said that Sean's a good hand, and he's mm. like, oh, I'll show you, I'm a good, ha- a fucking good hand. Like I'm more than that. No, the, their their thing is that uh, Sean Spears and OBW when Cody got signed to WWE, he was the one that was earmarked to train him up. Okay, okay. And be his tag team partner and then do work a program with him to get Cody ready. And it wasn't for anything they were doing with Sean Spears. It was to get Cody ready. Okay, okay. Yeah, because when Cody left and he was on, was it Cole Cabana's podcast? Yeah. He like uh, he said, I'll start watching WWE again when he was like. Uh, when, when they he, give Ty Dillinger a push. push. Yeah. And then they actually did. So I, I don't know if he started watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cody looked concussed as fuck. Yeah. Even yeah. if they say he wasn't, he might have been. His yeah, I mean, the back I, I of guess, his head, like was that so photo. Much, it was so much blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, red on the face means green in the pocket. Yeah, red uh, equals green, brother. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was gnarly. Uh, glad he's okay. I my guess is it's not the last time we've seen chair shot to the head. In I AEW. think it might be because Tony Khan is super. Um, Everyone says he freaks out backstage yeah. to make sure. Marco Stunt okay. was saying that he was freaking out when Marco took the pounce, and yeah. he's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" He's like, "I'm fine." He's like, "I yeah. cannot have someone get hurt on my first fucking show." Yeah, I'm he's, fine. I mean, he, that's Marco Stunt. He, I'm fine. And I'm sure once TV happens, it'll be toned down. Well, it has to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's even on pay per view. Well, I don't a, think it will on pay per view. I think pay per view is where we're gonna see things like this yeah uh they can they're just there's better ways to do it where you don't have to necessarily use a chair i understand a chair because it's pro wrestling that's the gimmick yeah mm-hmm. but it's just you could gimmick it better yeah 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 uh let's use a fucking wood chair fuck i'll have it break away make a chair out of a table that would even fit the fucking like the gimmick of the of the fire fest thing like have some beach chair that's yeah like, like a shitty that's ass. basically made out of kendo stick yeah so it'll yeah just, like explode so wicker chair yeah like yeah. imagine him like wrapping that around his head and like his head going through it it'd be such a cool visual if you want to get some color those things will probably stab you and give you a little bit of surface blood just but that's fucking, about it just fucking blade cody you're a Rhodes. you know how to do it <laughs> yeah look at your dad's fucking head that thing was like you could fit quarters in that thing Oh man! Same with that Abdullah the Butcher guy. Yeah, and New Jack. Um, me like the butcher. Let's talk about the next match: um, the Elite versus the Elite, the Lucha the Brothers, the and Laredo elite. Kid. Yeah, Laredo Kid's a cool wrestling. All, game. all I really have to say is imagine what a match between these six would look like, and there you go. Yeah, it was like, just wonderful, ex- excellent wrestling. I write. I, I kind of. I really like this gimmick kind of, that they have going of. Uh, 
bringing in some luchador that's very, very good, but people don't know about mm-hmm. yet, like on the bi- a big enough stage, and then like giving them these spots and these matches against the elite. It's yeah. really sick. Yeah. Yeah, because then like Bandino, Bandino. Yeah. got yeah. a fucking contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, I mean, they're some of the best wrestlers I've ever yeah, seen. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the match, yeah, the match was fucking really, really good. Yeah, it's really hard to like talk about it. A lot it's of just, spots. It's just good. Exactly. It's just a lot of good, spots. Good, fun lucha style wrestling. Good lucha things. Yeah. Um, and then John Moxley defeated Joey Janela in, in an a match, match. In a match that was not as wild as that chair shot. You know what though? I I really like the. Uh, I, I like the way that they did their unsanctioned match. Yeah. Well, I can't remember the one that we got in WWE this most, uh, like, few months ago. Um, but this one felt more like like the announcer was like, after this, the show is over, but there is one more match. That, that, that's, that's such a... It's like old school unsanctioned, and it was really cool. What, what, what I, I love about this is because it doesn't make any sense. It's because, like, they have more pageantry... Uh-huh. For the unsanctioned match, and they always do. Mm-hmm. Anytime they would do these, it's like, hey, this someone might die, and that's not our fault. You can leave or you can stay. I, I would love it if like commentary literally like got up and left. <laughs> it's and, just like, silent during the just, match. Like, pull, they have to pull all their like, like yeah, from the it'd back. Be funny. They like go under the ring and like clear out everything. Like you guys can't use these. Like you guys can't use the ring. You guys can't use no. You guys no. This is you our bring stuff. your own ring. Yeah, and that no. Bring your own stuff. Um. BYOS. There were definitely some spots that made me cringe, but it wasn't like the tax to the feet. Tax to the feet are, are not great. The film tax to the feet. Hard. I, I literally had just watched a Jimmy Havoc match where he did that like last week. Well, Joey Janela doesn't go fuck, but he's gonna be dead in five years. I think he wants to. I think he doesn't give a fuck for sure. <laughs> he uh, doesn't. He looked like a goddamn star going off that ladder through those tables, though. Yeah. Uh, like there was there was some really there was some moments there where those, those barbed wire table things. Dude, it was nuts. It was one of those things where people knew John Moxley and they were tuning in to see John Moxley. And I think a lot of people got introduced to Joey Janela, mm-hmm. and I think that's really really cool. Well, and a lot of people got introduced to OG John Moxley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. But yeah, I I enjoyed it because like I've watched some death matches with Isai. I've watched Nick Gage die. I like death matches, dude. And this, this part one, of my soul. this was like a watchable we'll death match. Mm-hmm. Like they're it, out there. It wasn't like what? Ugh, we'll talk. Show me. I, the whole time. I like. I've, t- I've talked about like I'm not a death match like huge death match fan at all. One of my favorite wrestlers is Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> he like he does that for me too. Like he makes them watchable. Like. There's some spots in them sometimes where I'm like, oh, fuck. But it's still like I'm not like feeling like it's just gore for the sake of gore. It's like using violence creatively. And yeah. matches like that, too. Yeah. And like it was fun. But pe- like it's wild that people weren't talking about this match because of the chair shot. That's well, really. Well, there like, was significantly I less it, blood. In I watched this it match. two days or four days later. And the only thing I saw on Twitter was the chair shot. That's all I saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw the ladder spot a bit, but the like the chair spot kept going. Honestly, yeah. the two things I kept seeing was how much the librarian stuff sucked, <laughs> and then the chair shot. <laughs> That's what was popping up in my timeline. Yeah. Yeah. The librarian stuff is so disappointing because Leva Bates is very good at like doing like cosplay, cosplay impersonation yeah. thing. Like, 
the thing she did, like she did Orange Cassidy recently, and it's fucking perfect. Oh, like, that was her. That was her. Like she does that. Like she does. She's a cosplay wrestler, and she's very good at cosplay. See, she should, she just, should just be impersonating people. That she, should be her gimmick in yeah, AEW. Like, like uh, Damian Sandow when he was like the Miz's stunt double. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like she do that. Like Ditto in Pokemon. If she came out as like Darby Allen for a match while wrestling somebody, or just fucking Kenny. Like, yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she did Kenny one time. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. another thing. Uh, Kenny and the Bucks came out as Ken and Ryu. The Bucks were Ken and Ryu. Uh-huh. And Kenny was some other Street Fighter guy. He, probably not from Street Fighter. A Street Street Fighter. He was Walmart version of that. But apparently it's because his gear wasn't done in time. The pe- person he'd gotten to do his gear didn't finish. So he had to like improvise gear that kind of looked like what he was supposed yeah. to be. And dye his hair red. And dye his hair red. Yeah. Temp, temp dye because yeah. that ring was super he, red. He actually just man. gave Cody a hug. <laughs> And smeared, and yeah, it smeared. It looks like it. He gave Dustin a hug from fucking double uh-huh. or nothing. It's still red. Can I just rub my head on your body for a second? <laughs> yeah, man. You can rub your head anywhere you want, man. Yeah, well, I've been rubbing my head all day long. Um, I rub my head in my gold, pocket, man. He's like, <sighs> yes. Because <laughs> he's gold dust. Gold dust, man. That means you got a gold hog, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for a free show, it was entertaining. It was great. And, I, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They've they've done two shows in the books now. Um, this one had a lot more criticism than. Well, and I think they need to fuck up. Like, yeah. I think the way to think about it is like, the like, think about this more like what you n- might see from their weekly TV. Like, not quite to this level, but like, you shouldn't expect everything to be at double or nothing level. I no, agree. No, well, I no, agree. I'm, I'm talking about a little bit more of the 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 more niche stuff that just didn't quite hit. Mm. Yeah, and, and when I, they I, get a TV show, they better well, have I a think, team of writers. Well, I think they're going to realize that some of the stuff that they and, – and a niche group of people really like mm. isn't necessarily what's going to be drawn big numbers for TNT, yeah, brother. Yeah, because like something like you know pops the people in the back doesn't mean that it translates to TV. Like Especially wrestlers. They have a weird brain. You have a weird sense of humor. Like a weird, weird sense, very specific sense of humor, weird specific like interests. Like, We're live, pal. Yeah, even if stuff is like, I get it. It's still sometimes just like that. It's not that fun. Like that doesn't translate at all to TV. Like, yeah. Th- and to me, I kind of had this thing in my mind that, especially after Double or Nothing, uh, you know, the sentiment around the internet is like, oh, there's the alternative to WWE's here. These guys shit gold. Like this is great. And then to see a show that's gold. like that was okay. I shit go. You know, I think for it to be I think there was high expectations going into this show that there really should not have been. Yeah. Uh, Cuz it was a, yeah. a a show attached to a gaming conference. Yeah. You know, well, but I, I think, think I, I, I hopefully it, did, it automatically did better than last year cuz Chase and Rance was not on this. So Also yes. Yeah. Also the sound was um audible. Audible this. So time, I so. that's where speaking I, of audible audibletrial.com <laughs> forward slash Russell Boys cast. Listen to a book. But uh, it was it was I thought it was a good show I thought it was just like a fun free show mm-hmm. I really yeah don't I think it was good I don't have much to criticize yeah. um, well except everything I already did <laughs> um, let's get into the genuine Russell Boys Classic it's number three it's officially Russell Boys Classic three now I love Russell Boys Cl- Classic three there's a logo this week there's a logo I keep trying to share on social media and Instagram keeps being Yo, down every time Instagram's fucked today so yeah it um, is y'all see it by the time this comes out I'm sure um, <laughs> so first match up we got Tessa Blanc is it Blanchard or Blancard Blanchard uh, it's Tesla Tesla Blanchard Tesla Ooh. Elon Musk Blanchard 
Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard against Asuka. Isai, Tessa's yours. Tell us about her. She is a uh, the daughter of uh, fucking Tully Blanchard, a member of the Four Horsemen. Ooh. She got her. Magnum T is her stepfather. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah. He, like really ra- like raised her. And so what's she is really good in like the reason why Impact has great women's matches right now. Not okay. even just great women's matches. Like she is like one of the faces of so Impact right this now. This Sunday. They are having one of their big pay per views. Is this Slammiversary? Slammiversary. And it's her it's her versus Sammy Callahan. In a big match. I'm probably gonna end up watching that. And she's been beating the shit out of uh, OVE, OVE. Which is great. Um she's an awesome wrestler. She's done time in stardom. She was in the first May Young Classic. Okay. Um she fought uh Kyrie Sane. I believe so. In round one. She was in a match where Yeah. Yeah, and it was like the best match that round. And um, overall, like, she has a great work rate. She did great in at All In in the four-way, mm-hmm. where it was her, Madison Rain, and Chelsea Green. Um, and Britt Baker, right? Yep. And so it was just a great like, – I watched a great I watched um, some of her stuff on YouTube. There was this match that she had with Brian Cage. Yes. Oh, that I, was really, I posted that from yeah, Wrestle Circus. Yeah, really, yeah. really good. Is Brian Cage the one we talked – that Brady talked to forever? Yes. yes. That guy is so fucking nice. He's also huge. Um, also has like a Wolverine. like a, a big he's, he's, a small voice for how big he is. He's mm-hmm. jacked. Yes, Jenna. Uh no, I was just gonna say I just th- I think Tessa Blanchard's like one of the best, if not the best, uh independent women's independent wrestler in the US. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like like it said that she's sort of carrying impact right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. she's just I like she just has a presence to her. So, like she's oh, she definitely be, has a good presence. Yeah, great presence. She she's feels good like on the a mic. star. Um, like and t- for her character work, I, I sent you guys a video of her crashing Robert Irvine, Gail Kim's husband, just like famous a chef, mess in a restaurant, mm-hmm. fucking up his restaurant, and it was great. <laughs> How long has she been wrestling? She hasn't been wrestling for too long, like five years, like I think. Five, she's even. very yeah. young still. Cool. Yeah, and um. She, everything she does, she does really well. Character works good. Um, her matches have been really good. I mean, she had a good match against Jordan Grace, a good match against Ty Valkyrie, good match against Gail Kim. I, I watch the Impact pay-per-views mm-hmm. because they're actually pretty good shows, and her matches are always really good, and they're always towards the top of like, oh, I like this, and it's like I like the, the LAX matches, and I like the, the Tessa Blanchard match, and... Um, we also saw her at Warrior Wrestling, so I mean, I see I've seen her wrestle live and stuff, and she's fucking good. Yeah, I saw her have a really great match at uh, one of the Shimmer shows I went to against Jessica Havoc, and it was awesome. Yeah, and just everything she's doing, and she's only getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I feel in in a couple years, whenever her impact deal is up, she's gonna be making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, either in Jacksonville or Connecticut, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she yep. she could have signed like. She she, they sign. actually didn't want her. Yeah, really? WWE because she had a bad attitude. Allegedly. Who? Yeah. She she denied that. Yeah. She said that's not what happened. Wouldn't be surprised if it's true because I don't think you'd want to admit you have a bad attitude. <laughs> she looks mm. like she has and, a bad attitude. I mean, she which and Ricochet reportedly did break up for cheating on each other rampantly. So Yeah. Either that yeah. or it's just because she's still young. And yeah. She was she, so yeah. young then, and I, I feel yeah. like she probably didn't think it was necessarily a bad attitude. Yeah. But and especially with who was... I think was that still around the Bill DeMott era or kind of the changeover? 
No, this no, this was after. Was gone by the okay. time I, yeah. I started but watching, I mean, so. I think the thing we need to remember was how big of a shithead Ricochet used to be on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's like there's definitely room to grow. Oh, I yeah. also, I also, and he's like 30 now, so yeah, yeah. I, I she's bet, like 24, 25. I, dude, yeah. I bet she's I bet 25 for, for her, like in like at the performance center and any of that stuff. She probably also got reminded like of her lineage so much too that I bet I'd be pissed off too. To be like, I'm not my fucking dad. I don't know if that's what it was, but I could see that. I could see that. Like, yeah. Like, she, again, she's very young. Like, I'm sure, like, the way, like, she's carrying impact and stuff right now and, like, how good she's getting, like, you almost just have to be have grown up to, like, yeah. take on that responsibility. I mean, to the point where Gail Kim wanted to come out of retirement to put her over. Pass and, like, the torch to her, yeah. essentially, was what that match was. And they had a really great match. Gail Kim hadn't been in the ring for a couple of years. And she looked great. Yeah. Um, it was, and it was because... Tessa Blanchard is like really carrying that match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great match. I feel she's like one of the kind of the maybe like the um Johnny Gargano of this tournament uh, as I said in the first one. It's like this is somebody that Yeah, watching her clips I can see that. Who in a couple years is going to be in that spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the time to get on board. Well, that was who to fucking her. told you then. All right. Well, that was then. Yeah. Uh so her opponent this time around is Asuka. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that's too bad for her because her opponent's Asuka. <laughs> um, like, she might be ready for Asuka. I um, think, yeah, so we'll get into it. So I took the liberty of watching Asuka versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, don't uh, watch that curiosity. if you're easily <laughs> triggered yeah, because it's, it's very hard to watch as someone who's a big uh, supporter of intergender wrestling. Yeah. Like, that's a hard match to watch. It's, uh-huh. I mean, I've known the context from Isai. So it wasn't as bad for yeah, me. Yeah, if you know the it's... context is that Asuka booked that match and wanted to get the shit beat out of, well, like, have Suzuki beat the shit out of her because that's, like, an legitimately honor. Right, but it's, still, it's a scary visual. It's, it's not doesn't tra- like, easy it, to watch. Some of Maiko's hits were worse for me. Like, she was beating the shit out of Asuka. Like, it was wild. Like, had a moral yeah. around, dude. But like, the thing about... Minoru Suzuki. Well, yeah, it's a dude. Oh, not just that. He was a shoot fighter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he owns his own MMA promotion. Like, yeah. he's like one he's, of the godfathers of MMA. Stars. He started yeah. an MMA style yeah. promotion. Like, he invented a style of MMA, Pancrase. Like, oh. It's like a mix of pro wrestling and it's just style like MMA. Him and Ken Shamrock had, like, all of these, like, iconic he fights. He beat together. Ken Shamrock yeah. in a match once. <laughs> A shoot match. But that being said, Asuka's tough as fucking nails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, she's arguably one, she's one of the greats in WWE right now. Um, well, she had a story to Hopefully. Indie. She well, is one of the being, best. She is. She's not being booked yeah, good. She's one of the, if not the best worker, like, on the main roster, like, man or woman. Like, mm-hmm. she is, there's no one that you can say definitively is a better worker than her. She's right there with anyone. Like, yeah. She just never yeah. gets to show it. Except for Baron. Well, yeah, I mean, the deep six is really cool. Um, but, yeah, this is your person. Yeah, you I mean, for. I, I, I actually, like, I didn't even send anything because, like, one, you sent a, a different match that includes her as well. Yeah, that's a yeah. very good showing. And also it's just, like, it's obvious. and um, She's been in something that we've watched weekly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was starting to – I was going to send some stuff from Japan, but, like – 
I want to say we're seeing her so much she's so great if you ever want to watch any of her matches she had a tag partner and I don't know if I'm saying her name right so I apologize to anyone who listens to this and might be pissed um Ariza shut up Walter (laughs) yeah Walter Um, I found about Josie yesterday shut up um Ariza Nakajima so they were a tag partners and then they split and um in JWP I believe and they split, and they had a really, really good feud. And then I got to see her wrestle at Shimmer. She's amazing. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but they had a really, really good feud together. Um, there's also a really, really great match against um, Sarah Del Rey out there. That is hard to find in one piece, and that's why I didn't send it. I found it in, like, 20 sections. Jesus. Any of her stuff, stuff also from Shimmer against Athena, who is now Ember Moon, um, is really, oh, really shit. good, too. Yeah. So they have a feud before their feud. Yeah, so actually when um, she first got to NXT, that was the only person she knew. Okay. So that's, like, who they like she traveled with mm. all the time. Cool. She was still learning English. Amber if you want to see a really about. weird match, her versus Tajiri and Tajiri's promotion. Huh. Oh, what was that? Um, I can't remember the name of his promotion, but it's... The whole premise is Tajiri, like, being a misogynist dickhead and then Asuka kicking his face off over and over and him just still being shitty. But it's, like, it's his promotion, so you know he's, like, doing it to put her over. But then he wins. Then she still (laughs) kicks his face off. Um, Character work, she's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, She can be terrifying. Asuka. She can be terrifying. She can just be, like, a good baby face. Mm -hmm. Look up Uh, I loved her... um, and NXT at the end of it where she was just like the, oh man her up by her poolside like just so cocky just so cocky like, but then like she'd go out to the fans and be like hey everybody then like look over and be like ugh yeah, and hey, if you yeah. want like see her terrifying like look up her stuff from, like this is, um, from Japan when she would like have the face paint instead of the mask and like mm. she's terrifying like it's it's like she's definitely badass yeah, yeah. she's very badass and her work speaks for herself for sure yeah um, let's vote let's vote I think, for me personally, this would be a good first-round underdog upset. and I, I'm going to vote Tessa Blanchard, actually. Oh, I, yeah. I I think it's one of those things. Asuka has a super amazing career and deserves to go on for sure. But I think a good story and a good upset and a good place for Tessa to go forward in a, a tournament like this would be to, to beat Asuka in the first round. So I would go Asuka. Or no. So you can, Tessa. Okay. One for Tessa. What's yours? Oh. Then it's, yeah, what's or yours? actually, no, um, I get, wait, yeah, what's yours? Um, I'm going Asuka because I want to see Asuka against either Maiko Satomura or Akira Hokuto. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I was almost going to let. I'm going to go uh, Tessa because first off, it's my pick. Second off, again, it's somebody that in a tournament-based thing like this, you would want somebody that doesn't need to necessarily win. Already has a litany this of... argument every time. It's true, though. That, that's, that's how you book wrestling tournaments. And then you'd want to have the next star. This is how you make a star, brother. You go into this match, everyone's thinking, oh, Asuka's got all this. On, like, this is locked in. And then, like, whoa, an upset? Well, what's Tessa going to do next? Shit's that fucking top rope code breaker. Oh, I saw that. And she has a pretty fucking decent, like, avalanche, like, Hurricane Rana. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
We have since a tiebreaker here. I know. Since we have it, and it's my person also, I'm also I'm just going to vote Asuka just to get actually use of a tiebreaker in the room. So new Jedi. Um, I'm pick. voting Tessa Blanchard. Nice. Oh, and nice. really the big reason is I think in three years she's going to be, I don't want to say she's going to be the next Charlotte, but I feel like she's going to be in a position sim- similar to what Charlotte is in, whether that's an AEW or WWE. She's very young. Or she's, Impact. Yeah. <laughs> her Impact, if it's still around. <laughs> I'd um, be going to access. So yeah, mm-hmm. she's young. She'd be the face of a company, and she still has a lot of room to grow. Cool. Tessa moves on. Not after Oscar shoots on her. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this one is me versus me. Uh, Nikki Cross versus yeah, go ahead. Emi Sakura. Um. So versus I, who? I didn't hear you. Emi Sakura. Okay. She was the one dressed up as Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um. I did a dumb thing and just chose someone randomly. Well, you, actually, I thought it was a great thing because I did some research on her and she's fucking cool, dude. <laughs> she's cool, but what I watched is just kind of like whatever. Well, she so dude, she's been around since like what ninety five. Oh yeah. So yeah. she's so I explained this to Zach earlier. From what I looked up on Wikipedia, she's like uh, Cassius Ono type. She's She's won a lot of championships, but she's a trainer. That's, like, her main thing. Yeah, because she started Um, her own uh, promotion and, uh, like, yeah, has trained countless people, including Riho. Yeah, um, she yeah she was Riho's. That was the only name I recognized. Yeah, Yeah, so she's the one that started Ice Ribbon. Okay. Um, So, I mean, she's cool. She came out as Freddie Mercury. Yeah. uh, This match would be a very fun character work match. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 Similarly, they are built nearly exactly the same. Uh, That's true. Emmy's 5'1". Nikki's built at 5'2". They have a similar build Mm -hmm. and, like, not too dissimilar a style. Yeah. Like, Nikki is more like – what I like about the idea of this match – Nikki is wild. And that's the thing. She's erratic and you kind of can't predict where she's going where you have a trainer who is very trained in the art of, like – Wrestling, but you have someone throwing erratic, boom, boom. yeah, uh, someone throwing erratic behavior at you, and it's like, okay, how, is my training skills like, am I adept enough at this to sort of counteract what she's throwing at me? I think that's actually a really cool idea. Like, that's a fun match I'd want to yeah, watch. Mm. Honestly, it's my bad for not researching more. I kind of put this one on the back. But burner. she's also a uh, five-time uh, DDT, five-time heavy metalweight nice. champion. Uh, heavy there metalweight. Are, there are multiple. Um, People who write for like Sports Illustrated and shit who are also heavy metalweight champions. Uh, there's also an inanimate object. There's a one. ladder. There is a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a pro wrestling wave poster. There was uh, Yoshihiku, obviously. Yeah, Yoshihiku. The title belt itself is also a former champion. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, what promotion is this? DDT. DDT. Okay, uh, Vince it. McMahon's Hollywood Walk of Fame title. star. Oh, I, dude, I gotta watch There's this. a pork bun. Ooh, nice. A trash bin. Uh, the Invisible Man, um, the entire audience of Beyond Wrestling's American Rana 16. Is this who's hold the uh, Iron Man? Iron Man Heavy yeah. Metal <laughs> So saying that Emi Sakura is also a former five-time champion. Okay. Also a one-time uh, All Japan Women's Champion. So nice. she automatically wins. And she teamed with Manami Toyota. Okay, and, cool. And, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then we go to Nikki Cross. Um, she holds a very special place in my heart. Um, first NXT match, first NXT show I ever watched was um, her versus Oscar, her versus Oscar, which was an sta- awesome match. Yeah. So first, good. first move I ever cared took the time to learn the name of was the swinging fisherman's neckbreaker. Um, it's still the only move I know the name of because you're a liar. Shrino <laughs> moonsault. You say moonsault. See now, now it's just you a just gimmick. throw words in sometimes. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> He's, it's you, said, a, you said half of it, right? It's yeah. a gimmick. Um, I mean, it is the one that I I always go back to. But um, 
it's it's a great match. She's fun. She looks like she belongs in a Denny's fight. She and, fucking does. Um, a Denny's fight mixed with Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron holy, was in a holy Den- shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about That's Aaron Vanadries. I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I went to kindergarten with her. I know okay, what you're talking okay. about. Just want to make sure there's a lot of Aaron's in our lives. Shout there's one. What's up, Aaron? <laughs> no, there's Aaron. There's in Zach's band. Yeah, but I figured if you if you were talking about it, it was Aaron Vanadries. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's two. My she's, apologies. She's great. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of stuff, ton more from her. Like, I didn't get a chance to watch any of her indie stuff. Um. Like right now, I think the way she's being used is kind of interesting. At least I'm from what more I've from what I've read. I, I'm more from on board what I've read than I thought I was gonna be. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it seems like Alexa doing her normal stuff, but like we got Nikki versus Bailey, which I, I heard was like, great. Yeah, it's, kind of, it was it's gonna end up with them having a feud and them putting Nikki in a spot. So out of everybody that's coming out of that class of call ups at the end of the day, I think she's gonna be the one that's gonna be fine. She's mm-hmm. still on the main roster and still being featured. Still on TV every week and so. um, because like Lacey Evans has got to drop down the card. She fucking oh, yeah. better very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and also she's awful. When, Man, she and when with, she's not being carried by someone else, yeah. of course she, that's is. A, she had a good match with Natalia. But like what? anyone can. <laughs> anyone. Yeah, but that's Natalia. Wait, that's what I'm like you wait, can, you said that was a good match. It was fine. Natalia is good. Natalia, Natalia can, is, make, <laughs> can make someone look good. Is that that's a good good match? It was a good. You know, yeah, I'll stand by what I said. It was a good match because of Natalia. No. <laughs> I am no. the biggest heart mark in this room. <laughs> and it was real bad. <laughs> um, back to the task. I, I thought it was hand. fine, but I think that's just because I was expecting it to be so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. Oh, it's fair when Zach says it. I love your Well, because he has good reasoning. You said it was good. He said his expectations were so low that it it met it. You know what, bro? Proof is in the pudding. How about that? (laughs) I want pudding. Think about it. What kind of pudding? I'll give you some pudding, man. Bread pudding. I may want some my pudding. Some bray pudding. I do not want any sort. I do not want anything (laughs) near what bray pudding is probably. Um, That's just chocolate. (laughs) And? That's it. I'm not eating that. It's it's from the snack pack, man. I'm not eating it. Sometimes you gotta nervous yourself after a, a muscle man dance. After a muscle man dance in dance the pants. The, do you dance with the muscle man? Yeah, we will. Um, I by the way, I got confirmation through through going in Raw, who's had a wrestler named Cal Jack be a guest recently, mm-hmm. and he was in NXT with Bray. Confirmed that he's a big Tim and Eric fan. Oh, I and heard showed that all, too. Showed yes. the entire performance yes. center Tim and Eric. Yes, hell so. yes. So it makes perfect sense. Okay, so it was him definitely ripping it off, but he did it good. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Anyways, back to this matchup. Yeah. Um, let's vote. Yeah, I'd go with Nikki. I would go with Nikki, too, in the storyline sense of you have this trainer who has built up all these other wrestlers giving her the rub. Oh, Cal Jack was mm. Cal Bishop. I yeah, like that's that who he is. Reasoning. He's a bear man now. Um, Wasn't he the guy that got fired on uh... – on breaking ground. On breaking ground. After like he fucked up his shoulder yeah. like four times. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a nice dude. I'm gonna go with um, uh, Emily <laughs> Sakura in the the point that she made a bigger impact by starting her own promotion, mm-hmm. has trained a lot of notable wrestlers, and also is a five time uh, Iron Man heavy metalweight <laughs> champion. Um, I'm going Nikki because I gotta. You follow I your gotta. heart. She's the first. It was okay. I thought about this as I was rewatching that match last night. She is the reason I care as much as I do about women's wrestling. Mm. 
it was the first match that got me super hyped on women's wrestling. Also, that second round is pretty fun of Tessa versus would be Tessa versus Nikki, which is just polar opposites. <laughs> Jenna, who would you vote for? I'd vote Emmy Sakura for the mm-hmm. same reason you did, but also um, she held the AG. AJPW championship and she teamed with Manami Toyota and whether or not she was a notable name in that promotion, that promotion inspired many, many women to become wrestlers and probably half the women that you guys love today, like especially in Japan, um, were inspired by that group of women. Yep. And yeah. they made the biggest impact on wrestling towards me too. Mm. The biggest impact tonight was made by Tessa Blanchard <laughs> of impact. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um, yeah, I mean, and you gotta look at me. I'm a new fan. So yeah. I'm like, gonna pick people I'm more familiar with. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. But just that's as as... the point of this mm. is for me to get hyped on other people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like her her impact on the world of wrestling is like undeniable. And mm-hmm. like yeah. if booking this tournament, even if like losing the first round, it's like putting over younger person. Like she's like, like women's wrestling owes a lot to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, Akira, and Akira Hokuto. And we'll get into my favorite wrestler in the world. What do we have for next week? Oh, next week we've got Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. As you said, Laurel Van Ness. I said said focusing especially on that character. Um, Ayoko Hamada. Mm -hmm. Is that one of yours? That's mine. Nice. Uh, Paige and Manami Manami Toyota. Fuck yeah, dude. Is Manami Toyota one of the legends? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was like yeah. the face of that promotion. Wait, wait, wait. Ten five star matches. You've seen over her, her in a match. So, okay, okay, okay. She had her retirement like show a few years ago. Um, and they had like a hundred person mat. Like it was like a battle royal almost where like like Bull Nakano came out of retirement mm. and like wrestled her. It was like it was only like, got, like it was a gauntlet. Yeah, it was only thing, like yeah. thirty seconds, but it was just like her basically like wrestling everyone She's from gonna, the nineties. Yeah. Or like the Matt Riddle Page. blood so sports thing too. Yeah. Like, by the way, thank you for that shirt, Jenna. Oh, the Manami Toyota one. Because oh. I was like, is this Manami Toyota? And yeah. Like, holy shit, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the best shirt. And Isai told me you got the hookups for Akira Hokuto bootlegs. So <laughs> send them. Send them. Send them your way. Yeah. So we'll everybody's you. favorite problematic uncle, Dave Meltzer, called Toyota one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, regardless of gender. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's his, That's I mean, that's his favorite promotion, right? I remember. When it comes down to it. Actually, I think his favorite promotion is San Francisco in like the 70s when he was a kid. Because that's <laughs> what he always brings up. Um, Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson. Cow Palace. Yeah. Like, hold on, Dave. I remember he, he was talking about Shayna Baszler, and he said, the first time I ever met Shayna Baszler, she came up to me and she just said, Manami Toyota is my favorite wrestler of all time. He's like, she didn't say hi or anything. <laughs> she just came up to him and said that, and I was like, that's hilarious. That's Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Speaking of Pat Patterson, next week we're going to cover, finally actually do that segment on LGBTQ issues in wrestling. So. Yeah, we wanted to give it the time it deserved. Yeah, and I did not have time <laughs> to do the research. Did you guys see the show that Rise just did in Chicago? Mm-hmm. With yeah. And if he had a real good promo that we'll definitely be talking about yeah. next week. They said that um, Joey Ryan's meet and greet was the third biggest meet and greet they've ever had besides behind CM Punk and the Bullet mm-hmm. Club. And like all the proceeds went to charity, so I yeah. thought that was badass. Because I they actually, didn't advertise it. That I, way. I, when yeah. they first announced it, I actually texted everyone here and was like, "Well, I'm kind of pissed about this unless they end up announcing they're giving money to charity." Yeah, they like, announced. So it. they actually they actually did. So good yeah. on them. Yeah, like, cool. and I mean, having Joey there is a good way to get money to give to charity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have heat with Joey Ryan because of a story Nello told. 
So I stand with Nella. Fuck you, Joey. Really? What's the story now? Actually, told? there's a lot of shitty jo- stories out there about Joey, but we can get mm-hmm. that on, do that on another time. Yeah. Um. Let's let's close this up. But we were gonna also. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Let's say, choose the next. Yeah, segment. and also I was just gonna say uh, if there's any like queer wrestling fans out there, like get in touch if you want to like talk about your perspective on the show because I've been like reaching out to some people, but I don't know everyone. Yeah, we don't know everyone. Everyone. But yeah, it's like, we really want. I mean this. Zach's are really only our only queer perspective. I'm queer enough for a lot of people. So. <laughs> so it'd be it's just it'd be cool. Like the whole point of this podcast is that we're here for everybody. Yeah, like and I don't have the same perspective as any other queer person. Yeah, and like yeah, and like we just want to get your voice on the show. Yeah, we wanna we want. We want everybody. Yeah, so feel free to reach Except out. For shitheads. To Except for fucking dorky ass shitheads. Fuck you. Yeah, you don't get at us. Yeah, if you're queer but still a bigot or a turf or whatever, and I don't, Ugh. I don't care. Get out of here. No. There's a, there's a lot. Of I know. That's bad. Don't be a shithead. Don't Anyways, be a shithead. Uh, if you bought a Ronda Rousey pride shirt, we don't want you. Oh my <laughs> basically. <God. laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, topic for after that. Yeah. Here's a dice roll for the three of y'all to go. Roll for initiative. Roll of die. Eleven. Could Hope I worse. get a three. Shout out Stranger Things coming back oh, on. Oh yeah, July fourth. Tomorrow. Right. Two. Two. Man, we're never gonna talk oh, about. What is tomorrow? Do. Yeah. Tomorrow's July fourth. God damn it! Oh, Matt. that's me. Matt, Matt's pig. Matt, Matt, do you want the list? We're gonna talk about no, how Baron Corbin's pretty good in the ring. I don't need the list, brother. <laughs> I don't need the list, but I don't. I'm trying to think of should I go? Should we big broad topic or specific topic? Do it. It's whatever your little heart desires, brother. Dude, I want to do a deep dive on fucking deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, if you look at your phone right now. <laughs> Um, oh man! You're welcome. D- don't say what it is. Is that the one where Nick Gage dies? No, just don't say what it is. Just you're welcome. Is that a human butt? Just kidding. I actually haven't got the text yet. Can we no watch? Shame. Can we just watch the wrestler? Oh god! Just that scene. Oh man! I try. I forgot about that, and I tried to if watch the movie with cry. Anya. Oh, no. We made it ten minutes into that movie before we stopped. That movie's rough. Yeah. Oh, it's I haven't seen it in a while. It's the best movie about professional there's death, wrestling. There's a death match in, in, yeah. in the first, like, ten minutes. I remember oh, We're going to talk about Necro Butcher. Yeah. We're going to oh, talk nice. about Sick it. Nick Mondo. Yeah. CZW. Oh, we're going to just... I'm excited. I, I, it's, it's, the, there's a sick part of me that just fucking loves death I want match to, wrestling. Yeah, send us, like, we'll talk about it off. What like, is the, um, the guy who is Amish in ECW? What's his name? Amish Roadkill. <laughs> Amish I always Roadkill. think get him and Necro Butcher mixed up for some reason. <laughs> I'm the librarian. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, with that, thanks. Uh, well, uh, thanks to the eavesdrop network for uh, having us on their see, network. This is why I, sh- I shouted them out first. Uh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. I get it now. Um. Also, um, everybody, make sure again follow Prestige Wrestling. I think they're at Wrestle Prestige on Twitter. They do great shows in this in the Northwest area. Um, they're a, a local enough promotion. Um, follow them. Idaho Wrestle Club. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Thank you. Shout out to anyone that's listening that's a new listener because of Wrestle Club. Because, yeah. Uh, we, our social media likes have exploded in a way that I was not expecting. And yeah. That's so everybody really support sick, so. them. They have a cable access show. They do put everything on YouTube. Um, yeah, super. They're all about local charities in Idaho as well. And uh, go back to our last episode and listen to listen to Derek and I's interview with Kiki Starling. I also yeah. would like to um, get more people from there on mm-hmm. and interview them. Hundred yeah. percent. We got some. We got some ideas in the works. And also, uh, let me do commentary. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, right, yeah. You don't have that. We should get it. Also, oh, also uh, let me and Isai have a match. Yeah. Also, I've been, like, just at home, I like to fuck around pretending I'm a ring announcer, so if you guys Ooh. ever need that, just, like... Yeah, if you guys if you guys just want to just send us, like, <laughs> blank video, like, your, your wrestling videos blank, I'll send you commentary. We'll record it here in the studio. We got yeah. nice mics. It'll mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. I won't be there, so it'll be great. I'll do it. I want to do it I'd so bad. I'd be bad at commentary. I want to do it so I bad. Know, I know my limits. Zach, you want in? Yeah. We'll do yeah. a three-person booth? Hell yeah. Yeah. I know my limits. Um, so make sure to follow them. Also, um, friend of life, more so, especially for Jenna, uh, Black Label Pro announced a show in conjunction with uh, GCW. Hell yeah. Best for, promotion um, ever. Hell yeah. Well, um, when there was a fight. Yeah. With it, uh, All Out Weekend. No shit. Hell so yeah. it'll be really cool. So shout out Mikey and everybody that's involved in that. Like, Did you all get tickets for All Out? No. Ty- Tyler. Wow. I'm really sad. Your boy Kavanaugh. Yeah, it sucks too because I was like, do a show all out weekend because we'll be able to go for sure, and like we, we can't can go. go. But I mean, no, it's really still cool. Go so, to that show. huh? You yeah. still go to that show? Travel for that show? <laughs> I, I mean, I would just because it's just like, well, it's friends, and then it's just like all my friends from back home are like their ring crew essentially. Like, I feel like if I live there, like I would be too. But it, it's sentimental. I wish I was home. No, I, I would really like to go. I really want to go to a black label pro show because I think it would be really they're a lot of fun yeah just be really fun yeah. and just to see to see that so yeah, yeah. go to bit.ly slash Boys merch buy a shirt go to bit.ly slash review boys leave us a nice review from an iOS device or a rude review or whatever rude review is five stars baby yeah Leave us a five-star review and tell us you're a rude boy. Let's talk about ska, baby. Yeah, go to bit.ly slash suck your own and listen to a book. There's several books. book, please. Why are you sad? You wrestled. Because I ruptured my spleen. All right. That's a fair. Uh, That's fair. I fell into the explosion. Um, But, yeah, thank you all for listening. You're all wonderful. Unless you're a fucking dork. Also, on August 6th. Um, if you're in the Seattle area, go to the Egyptian Theater and check out Phantom Mary. Shout out Nello. That's nice. his movie. It's his, it's oh, another, oh, yeah. That's another premiere that they're doing in Seattle, not Phoenix. So, again, if you're in the Northwest, it is on Tuesday, August 6th. Go there. Support Nello. Yeah. He's a good, a good dude, friend of the show, friend of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just hope it does well, and I hope everybody checks that out if they can. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. And Russell Boys 316 says, Selena has always been good, always will be good. Fuck you, MJF. MJF. Jeff. Jeff.